Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome to episode 229 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on August 10th, 2016. My name is Dan Gorman, and I can only give you chewable Prozac for kids in the shape of cartoon characters. I've got Manic Depressive Mouse or the Bluebird of Unhappiness. <laughs> My name is Casey Lyons, and uh, Hank's his own man. He does whatever he wants. Hank, go sit down over there. My name's Greg Legro, and my business card says you're in luck. I only do two things, rap and fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have so much stuff to talk about this week. Yeah. Uh, we will be talking about some movies in film roulette. We saw Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a Punishment album, and we will be rolling for movies next week. And then at the end of the episode, we will be talking about another episode of Season 1 of The O.C. in our segment... Freshly squeezed. Aren't you glad it's the OC, bitch? And uh, so I'll be reviewing an episode of that. Uh, We'll talk about movies and things off the top. But before we get to that, if you'd like to get in contact with us, you can do so at info at modernsuperior.com. You can email us there all your thoughts and uh, feelings about all the things that we talk about. You can rate and review us on iTunes. And uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at SYNWPC where we have been putting up uh, voting threads now. We're going to try and keep this up for mm. our Punishment movies. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, tune in to Film Roulette for the results of our latest one. But before we get to any of that, uh, things uh, that have been happening this week, movie news, yeah. movie trailers, mm-hmm. what we've been watching. Things that make you go, hmm. Anybody? Uh, I only wrote down one thing. Yeah. I wrote down the teaser trailer oh, man. for... Arrival. Yes. I did not please. see anything. No. no. <laughs> well, this, it's I a, barely it's, know what you're talking yeah, about. It's this short. week has been a vacuum for me. Yeah. It's uh, it's the new uh, Denis Villeneuve. Yeah. yeah. I saw one picture from it, and I was like, Yeah. I don't know. It's a. Oh boy, I'm telling you, <laughs> that's a picture. 
Yeah, it's a science fiction film yeah. uh, about the arrival of aliens. They show up, and we go to make contact, and that yeah. is all that happens in the I'm, teaser. I'm only assuming if... this is a remake of Charlie Sheen's arrival. The arrival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've With seen Amy that... Adams playing Charlie Sheen. Right, I've seen yeah. that movie a lot. I, got I don't back, know why. Backwards, backwards. backwards. You know why? Because that movie's pretty good. It's not bad. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> it's much better than you would think. Yeah, or yeah. I thought it was going to be when I totally. rented it in 1998. <laughs> yeah. It was a movie you would like to fan. You'd be like. It's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, sure yeah. you were about to say it's a movie you'd like to fuck. It's <laughs> like, is that what we're you saying? You would in turn arrival down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those backwards real, knees are pretty sexy. It's yeah. a real mill. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that at the end of the movie. Like, yeah. what? Yeah, gross. The kid was an alien. Yeah. Wow. Spoil the uh, whole yeah. What kid? Spoil Casey? not only yeah. that movie, but the new remake. Yeah. Why don't you? What kid, Casey? Yeah. Um, what kid? Yeah. yeah, Kid K, I imagine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the arrival. I. This trailer looks pretty awesome. It's a teaser, so you only see so much. Yeah. They yeah. go up into a little coffee bean spaceship. Yeah. Which Dan has a big problem with. No, the spaceship is like a floating little bean thing, and it, and I, I'm not in love with the look of it, but it's cool, and they go up inside it, and it looks I like pretty awesome. I love a floating bean. Yeah. I'm into this. I am so crazy into this. I think it is yeah. going to be... I mean... Will there be heavy philosophical undertones? Will there Who be knows? a city-sized spider? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Remember Enemy? I gotta go watch that yeah. again. I was just think I was just thinking about en- Enemy for no reason the other yeah. day. I was just like, boy, <laughs> boy, that it was a good movie. You were like, boy, that was a big spider. Yeah, <laughs> so big. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, I, I'm I'm game it's for this. It's cool. If the, I, this will be very interesting to see uh, him dive into kind of full on into sci-fi. Yeah, uh, leading up to the Blade Runner totally yeah. he's taking on. So I feel like this is sort of the uh, <laughs> the warm up. You know? Yeah, what I mean? definitely. Yeah. It All looks right. cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm game. I, well, there. Yeah, he's probably the director I'm most excited about these days. So yeah, oh, whatever absolutely. he does, I'm gonna be down for it. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So that looks good. Yeah. Um, that was the only thing I wrote down. Does anybody else think of anything this week for news? There was one other thing that I wanted to talk about. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, Jeff Nichols' new movie. Okay. I think it's just called Loving. Yeah. Um, and it's about uh, the couple. There was a documentary about it that I watched uh, about a, a couple, uh, the lady black, the man white. And they're sort of yes. uh, in, in like the the deep south in the 1950s, and you know the horrible, horrible bullshit they went through. Yeah, the documentary, the subject matter is quite poignant. Obviously, the documentary uh, was not crazy interesting, mm-hmm. um, but the subject matter is great, and I think it's great. It's a great thing to make uh, a narrative film out of. Uh. Um, and the weird thing is Nick Kroll is playing like a serious character. Yeah. And I'm like, we'll mm. see. Yeah. <laughs> because in the whole trailer, it really feels like a Kroll show uh, uh, character that he's just stringing along. But, uh, <laughs> but I don't know, man. It looks pretty good. Yeah. You got uh, Joel cool. Edgerton. Uh, and I cannot remember the name of the lady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks really, really emotional and good. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, I'm scrolling through the IMDb uh, movie news, news yeah. here. Yeah, like, I don't have uh, anything written uh, down. I feel like it was a real Miles slow Teller one. would absolutely do a Fantastic Four sequel. <laughs> um, and I think they should. 
Yeah? How yes. long do you think it's going to take Miles Teller to become Shia LaBeouf? Mm, yeah. <laughs> Not very, I feel like. Yeah, Getting yeah. close. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't like him, and then I saw Whiplash, and I'm like, well, maybe I do like him. Yeah. Because yeah. he was terrific in that movie. Yeah, and then I read that article with him, yeah. and I was like, no, I hate Well, then everything him. after Whiplash, I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah. I, I, I have to say, though, I'm a sucker for these uh, War Dogs uh, trailers. Oh, I am not. This thing looks. No. I think it's going to be so dumb. Yeah. And so, like, uh, I think it's going to be Todd Phillips presents his vision of, like, Wolf of <sighs> and Wall And that's why But didn't we just terrible. do this with Lord of War? Or, like, yeah. Well, not just, but, I mean, that was kind of like a fun, sexy take on <laughs> selling guns, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I feel my thing with those trailers is the way that they're, I don't know, I feel like Todd Phillips is really going to have to do some kind of like searing indictment of his own sort of like style of movie like hangover like like i feel like I, it it's it's a re- there's got to be something there more than just know. like look yeah. at these dudes look at his movies like uh you got uh, old school you've got uh, that road trip movie you've got the first uh, hangover yeah. movie uh, didn't he do mo- all uh, of them Sorry? Didn't he direct all of them, though? Yeah, he did. Yeah. I'm just talking specifically about those. About the early These ones. These are all, for better or for worse, really well-paced movies. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I think a movie like this, it's not going to be stellar or anything like yeah. that, but I think for the subject matter and everything, it's going to be really interesting and it's going to be very well-paced. Yeah. Very watchable. I yeah, imagine. I think watchable. it's going to be crazy. I don't think it's going to be, you know, Oscar season. I just no. think it's yeah. going to be super watchable. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, speaking of Oscar season, though, they did move... Uh, uh, Michael Keaton, the founder, uh, the yeah. founder, yes, into Oscar land viewing time. Yes, yeah, yeah. So that's good. Vote of confidence, I think, on this studio's yeah. part for the film. Definitely. So hopefully, yeah. it's uh, as good as that trailer. And he yeah. has he's gone on record as saying he's uh, he tried his best not to make Ray Kroc a sympathetic character. Uh-huh. He's trying to portray him as the uh, sociopathic cock that he was. <laughs> that's not a direct quote. So yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But I think that's wonderful because I yeah. mean that's that's who I want to see. A, yeah, a yeah, for sure, of. for sure, definitely. What a, what a delightful time this is! All of this Michael Keaton starring in movies. Oh again. my god, what a treat! So good. Ever yeah, since yeah. Uh, the other guys, yeah, it was like get yeah. back, like him being back in a comedy was just so awesome. And then so now good. he's been in all these roles that are like amazing. Well, you want yeah. to come back Did to be realized and pull sure. through, you know, and and a consistent amount of good movies because the Mickey Rourke comeback was like hey. Yeah. Oh. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I, I lost my mind yeah. in the downtime. <laughs> yeah. What a what a what a fucking nosedive. Yeah. Yeah. And it was all I think uh, Iron Man two. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was like, oh, we didn't care for what you yeah. just did. No, I yeah. think I think he totally weird speech at the Golden Globes. I think he weird speeched himself out of an Oscar. They were like. We cannot give this guy an yeah. Oscar. If he no. rolls up on stage with that dog wearing a leather suit. <laughs> with that dog and that face. Yeah. And and he was in like those, he made a lot of, well, I, mean, I don't know if he personally made a lot of yeah. bad decisions, but he was in a lot of like passion play and a, and a yeah, lot of movies yeah. that were sort of high profile. They played festivals, yeah. but then were good. not panned out yeah, as yeah, yeah, you yeah. would hope. And then now we're back to, oh, well, yeah. what might have been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, totally. But yeah, the Michael Keaton turnaround is a delight. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if we've talked about. I don't know if it bears talking about, but that they've confirmed, uh, and there's been um, uh, like storyboard art oh, of uh, uh, the Vulture. Vulture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh boy, does that look cool. good? Yeah. yeah. I mean, as cool as it can. I I, I really wanted the 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 skin tight green bodysuit <laughs> yeah, with yeah. the fur around the neck. Yeah, and Larry <laughs> that David. is what I want. Yeah, yeah, that is that is very much what I wanted. <laughs> 
But, I mean, yeah, obviously we're going to have some of this rooted in reality kind sure. of bullshit. And yeah. uh, fucking good enough. It looks great. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Definitely. Yeah, hopefully we'll get a memorable villain in a superhero movie. Totally. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. yeah. Great. Um, I found this a... Uh, I, don't, I haven't watched this trailer, but I found a, a topic close to our hearts, the Iron Giant. Uh, yeah. There is a documentary coming out called The Giant's Dream. Uh, about the making of Iron Giant. Oh, boy. So um, it's going to be, I guess, added on to like a big Iron Giant Blu-ray that they're putting out, right. which is awesome because fucking that movie deserves to be seen on yeah. Blu-ray. What a great Holy movie. shit. But apparently it's not just like, oh, we, we made a little f- a featurette. Apparently this is like a full-length documentary. And uh, I think that's a movie that has a story behind the making of it. Like mm-hmm. yeah. all of the amazing animation in that movie. The stuff that they were doing with 3D and non-3D animation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, would, like, the reaction, how critically acclaimed it was, and how it just did not get marketed properly. Right. Like, there's a real story there, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, and I would very much like to hear Brad Bird talk about Totally. It. And, uh, I don't know, I just really hope that the documentary doesn't try to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, I, I'd be game for that. Oh, I yeah. want to see that for yes, sure. yes. Yeah. Definitely. Have you guys been watching anything this week? How about that? How about that? Gosh, I've been watching a lot. Yeah. I've watched a few things, but nothing like uh, major, major to to talk about. Did you guys see anything like catch up or things that you've been meaning to watch or... I, I... I have a catch-up, I have a meaning to watch, and I have a okay. really meaning to watch Embarrassed that I've never seen it. No. Okay. Um, so Porky's 1, 2, and, and 3. three. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Yeah. I was embarrassed Porky's that I had revenge. Because <laughs> I was so invested in yeah. 1 and 2. Uh-huh. That's crazy. His dick went in the little hole. <laughs> Again. <laughs> How can one thing happen to one man so many times? <laughs> so many times. Yeah. The one man's little yeah. dick. That's funny because I have a Embarrassed I've never seen it before, and it's Revenge of the Nerds 4, Nerds in Love. So. Uh, Oh, wow. yeah. So we've got a real you dovetail. Be embarrassed yeah, I know. That I know. I tracked yeah, yeah. down a 3D copy. Oh, good. <laughs> Ogre's the nerd now. All right. Um, all right. So uh, I'll, I'll start with my uh, yeah. with my uh, just kind of mildly interested to see. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I watched the movie Band of Robbers. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, is that on Netflix? I feel like I've scrolled past it. It is on Netflix. It's something that I've been hearing a lot about on uh, podcasts. Like uh, Doug Loves Movies talks about it. Okay. They had uh, one of the writers who also stars, Adam Nee, N-E-E, I believe. Mm-hmm. He and his brother um, uh, wrote and directed it. And he stars in it. Um, it's uh, It's sort of a modern retelling of uh, Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn. Okay. But it's uh, there's a bit of a slant on it. Um, and it's sort of a crime caper type of thing. It is really, really cute. Okay. Yeah. Like, it's a really sweet little movie. Uh, it, it doesn't overreach or anything. It doesn't really try to become a fucking phenomenal movie. You can tell it really wears its influences on its sleeve. It's yeah. got a lot of, uh... Wes Anderson-iness okay. and a little bit of, uh, you know, just that kind of, like, hyper-reality. Not that yeah. it feels like a Wes Anderson movie by any means, but it, but in some ways it does feel a little bit like Bottle Rocket because okay. it's, you know, these dis, uh, dis, uh, or um, uh, dummies, yeah. <laughs> you know, planning <laughs> eyes kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but it's real sweet, and uh, uh, and I would suggest, if you got nothing else to watch, it's not, oh my God, watch it right away, but yeah. if you got nothing else to watch, it's, okay. uh, it's really cute. It's got a great cast. Johnny Pemberton is in it. Hannibal Burris is in it. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's fun. Nice. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. I'll, uh, I'll check that out. Uh, Definitely. Yeah. Um, 
I checked out something this week as well that I don't want to go too deep into. Um, but I've been meaning to watch this movie for a long time. And it's one of those, why have you been meaning to watch this movie for a long time? Mm-hmm. I saw it when I was a kid and I totally remember enjoying it at the time. But um, I've been meaning to actually watch it now that I'm grown up. And it was a movie made by Bob Balaban mm-hmm. who oh. made Parents which yeah. is such a great movie. Uh-huh. We covered that on Time Bandits. And I've we just... been meaning to watch this, too. Yeah. yeah, so I remembered that I had seen a movie from 1993 called My Boyfriend's Back, yeah. which is a comedy. Oh, I remember that. Yes, yeah. and it was a Touchstone Pictures release, and I remember renting it when it came out and being a kid and just being like, what a fun movie, and yeah. like not really thinking much of it. Yeah. But I've always wanted to go back to it because I love Bob sure. Balaban. Yeah. And I feel yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. and... And, and it's... Andrew Lowry. <laughs> yeah, and... And it has a script that, like, um, the idea of it seems cool for the time. It's another zombie kind of thing, yeah. and it's about a guy who accidentally gets murdered uh, in a in a robbery, um, gone awry, and he's like a high school student, and he just shows up the next day. He's not dead. He's mm-hmm. well, he's dead, but he's a zombie now. And and yeah. the way everybody reacts to him is very like, oh, like okay. Yeah, like right. it's not a world where people know that zombies exist, but it's a world where apparently this doesn't phase anybody. Yeah, and sure. they just deal, and it, and they kind of start to paint him as this sort of like minority, and they start to kind of play it like, "What are you doing with the dead kid?" Like, yeah. they they get into that sort of like it's basically a race thing yeah. slightly, right. right? But they're but they're kind of bouncing it off of this Leave It to Beaver style sure. like thing. And so I, it has this like really great little idea, but it feels like a movie that they just um, couldn't commit to as a I don't know maybe a company. This is all just unsubstantiated. I'm assuming the the the, uh, the film company were like, oh man, this is a weird movie. Let's just like totally rescore it. Let's like totally uh, edit it to hell, and let's have things just not make sense, and scenes will just end and shit. But there's moments in it when when the like deadpan stuff lands that i was laughing really hard it's mm-hmm. an interesting little movie but it's not the bob balaban movie that i wanted and you can tell yeah, that there is somebody you want a refinement of, yeah. of his style after parents, and parents yeah. which is such a great movie yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and and the and it it's such a fit like i could picture them saying this is going to be great like we got this crazy oddball guy and he's this cool script but it just doesn't feel great but the moments that are in there i definitely had a lot of fun like checking it out and there's some moments that are super funny because it it, they really commit to it like they really commit to the oh like my son's dead no you want some leftovers like kind of thing and i think it's worth rediscovering but i do think there's a movie here that could have been and that's disappointing (laughs) yeah (laughs) but i was i was like i gotta check it out finally so i watched it yeah so my boyfriend's back. Yeah, give it a whirl. Yeah, why not? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Greg? Um, I yeah, getting around to unfinished business watching. I didn't see a whole lot this week. It's yeah. been a very crazy, week. exhausting week for me. Um, but I did see. I started. What I started doing was rewatching something that I didn't finish nearly ten years ago. Yeah, uh, which is The Wire. Okay, I got nice uh, most of the way through season two. Like ten Back years then, ago, yeah. and then fell off, and did. I was like, "Oh, I got to finish." Season two is a hard was a hard sell yeah, because a, season yeah, one's it's, so it's good. A, it's a, yeah, yeah. Well, because season two just unravels everything. Yeah. yeah, you know, so it's a little bit of a chore, I guess. But yeah, I got a little delayed, and then now it's all this time later, and I was like, I don't remember the intricate yeah. details. So Athena and I started over at the beginning. Yeah, and we're just rewatching. Just gotten through most of season one uh, in the last week. 
And uh, oh my god, season one is so fucking. Oh good. my god, is that good television? Yeah. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And it's I've a, never seen. I haven't seen one second of that it, show. Yeah. See, I cannot bring myself to do it. Yeah, I don't understand I, you why. Should, you should. <laughs> I, I, I got in on the like peak. Oh, yeah. you should be watching the like Wire. Like when, when they lost like their when they all well when they all started to come out on four. DVD. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people were saying how great it was, and yeah. I had resisted. Yeah. And then I watched season one, and it took a couple episodes. You yeah. think? Oh, this is not because well, it doesn't as pander yeah. at all. Like you've really got to pay attention. Yeah, uh, that's why I haven't seen it. <laughs> uh, right, but once it clicks in in season yeah, one, yeah, I was yeah. fucking hooked. Well, because yeah. it's got that great uh, the kind of early run of HBO shows. It doesn't have like the slick mm-hmm. or not slick in like a shitty way, but the really well put together look that like yeah. Sopranos and Six Feet Under had. It's closer to kind of gross and gritty Oz. Yeah. And there's not, like, a lot of music. No. And and, and at first the dialogue uh, feels wrong. It feels, like, stagey or something. But then once you get used to it, you're like, yeah. no, this is just how, they, how they're talking. Yeah, yeah. It's super-duper realistic. Yeah. And it does a really great job of not being like, these are super great cops who are solving the mysteries. <laughs> and, you know, uh, it's really gross and filthy. And the acting across the board is maybe the best ensemble I've ever seen in so any cast it's, anywhere it's ever. great. Uh, it's unbelievable. I I'm desperately waiting for. I know it happens. I don't remember if it happens in season one or just the beginning of season two when they finally. I don't know if Tom <laughs> Waits just went. Ugh, just take my song. Stop yeah. using this because they finally get the. They're they're using this horrible. I feel like this would be the hardest thing for you for Casey getting into this show is the theme is uh, really terrible. Terrible cover of Way Down in the Hole. Oh, uh, it's like, oh I don't like that because I no. love that song. Yeah, it's a great song. Yeah. And then finally, for the rest of the series, just, it's, the, it's real the real song. song. <laughs> I guess, the, I don't know, maybe he heard it and went, oh, stop taking it. Yeah. <laughs> for free. I don't care. <laughs> um, but yeah, Casey, you really should watch it. It's, it's superb yeah, it writing. Even, it's even, it's it does, superb writing. It does have everything that I. Yeah. That, that that I like, like I mean, I like that grittiness. I like a, a good script, and I like a, a script that doesn't hold your hand yeah. Uh, yeah. through it. That you and it is something on. that if you don't want to watch six or whatever seasons of it, you could conceivably watch. Like I, you could watch season one and say that was a fantastic season of television. Yeah, and then choose whether or not to decide to go on to season yeah, two. Yeah. You could, like, I mean. You you could. I'm not yeah. saying you should it. Like you should watch more of it, but yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it it is just a fucking great season. Is yeah. it a thing where each season is uh, like? I feel like I've heard that it's a thing where each season is is uh, split up. Like this one's about the cops and this one's about the- uh, yeah, um, a little. The There's a bit of that. There's a lot of characters that just stay all the way yeah. through. Uh, but, but the, the world, it yeah. just like it's it just like. Because opening like, up a new page, a new page of, yeah. of the city and the problems yeah. that are with season it. two is like, oh, now we're on the war for whatever we're at the Marine. And there's yeah, all yeah, these yeah. different stuff going on with that. And that's it's like a common thing to hear about the wire where it's like you'll love season one, but get through season two because yeah. it kind of takes a little bit of a dip in turn, not in quality, but in no, like it's just different. It's a different. It's yeah, just different. Totally. We're like, we're not telling the same story. Yeah. Again. We're, you know, but it's, it's all these people. And if all this shit happened, yeah. this stuff goes on. Now, yeah. You know. And uh, as far as I understand, then it's just it's really worth it for yeah how we uh, how we wind up yeah yeah but yeah it's as good a television show as you'll really ever see. Some of those performances are all timey, definitely. Yeah, and so yeah, what a treat. She Jesus, <laughs> holy moly! Yeah, all the <laughs> shit we give Dan Gorman about Breaking Bad, you should I was, check I was, out the wire, dude. I was just about to say, you know what? When Dan Gorman starts watching uh, Breaking Bad, that is <laughs> the week that I'll start watching the wire. But okay. But then no. I'm also like, no, I'll probably watch the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's so good. <laughs> and I don't, I don't trust mm. that you'll ever yeah. watch it. <laughs> yeah, no. 
Yeah, terrific. For all you guys know, I've watched break some of Breaking Bad. Uh, ooh, don't string <laughs> us along, Daniel. Don't fuck with me, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> um, Casey? Yes. Let's go, let's go on back name. to you. Sure. Uh, I watched a movie, played a little catch-up. Yeah. Um, watched uh, a movie that was the winning movie uh-huh. one, one uh, week that I was not able to see. Though I did want to, uh, and and I was the winner that week, but I didn't get a chance to see it, so I, I checked out Keanu finally. Okay, oh. uh, yes, and uh, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I've just, been meaning to watch that. Just straight through, uh, I I really just loved everything about it. I thought yeah, it was just yeah. so fun and sweet, and uh, and it did it's shabby. I keep using that word, but it is. It's very shabby. There's things that happen where you're like, what? Mm-hmm. All right. But it's a, it's a comedy that knows it's a comedy the whole yeah. time. And it's like, yeah, so uh, if some plot points and things don't make sense, uh, it's a wacky comedy, so don't worry about <laughs> yeah. it. Um, it. It's... Uh, uh, yeah, I, maybe the weight of expectation was off because I know that you said it was good but not great. Yeah, I just thought it was like pretty yeah. good. Yeah, and I was so amped up from those trailers. Yeah. I just haven't seen a fucking comedy in a while where I just laughed really fucking laughed, hard yeah. the whole time. I did. I uh, uh, well, I, I laughed as hard as I laugh. I mean, I don't really laugh that hard anymore. I'm a joyless adult now. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. All dead inside. Yeah, I'm all dead inside. But so, when you um, do get a good, like a good heavy laugh, yeah, yeah. I but, I laughed really hard just the other day remembering the scene in Seven Days in Hell with the 3D Taiwanese <laughs> dick thing, yeah. and, it, and it swats away a bird. And I was just like, out of nowhere, oh I thought God, of that, that and went, just burned <laughs> into my mind. <laughs> it's so it's so good and so, so perfectly timed. Yeah, and, and it's so nice when because I know what you mean. Like you watch a comedy and you're like, that was hilarious. Yeah. I didn't laugh. <laughs> yeah, 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 and, and yeah. that's but but I did laugh at this because um you know where Jordan Peele is really great yeah. and and turns in a great performance, Keegan Michael Key is fucking hilarious yeah. in this movie. Like I, I I don't know, and and it's it's also just a movie that ends, and you're just like. It's just a real feel good movie. Like it's just like that was so much fun. It's that was very, so it great. feels very good. Yeah, yeah, and I, uh, yeah, <laughs> it felt so good. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah man, it's I, super likable. And yeah. I think I said it when you know, like like an at home viewing of it, like it's terrific. You'll have fun with your friends, absolutely. Definitely. And yeah, if you smoke weed, do that. <laughs> Probably. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. watch it. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I guess again, I'm a joyless adult, so yeah, I, don't, yeah, yeah. I don't do that yeah. anymore. Uh-huh. Uh, but oh man, yeah. Just just a lot of fun. Just a real sweet movie. Yeah, I've been yeah. meaning to watch that. Yeah. Um, I really quickly, I watched a movie this week. Um, another, like, been meaning to watch it for whatever reason. Uh, Stranger Things came out, and we all talked about it, and mm-hmm. I kind of got, I, I got the vibe uh, that uh, some things in Stranger Things, I feel like um, it had been mentioned, people were name-checking Firestarter. Yeah, uh, the Stephen King yeah. adaptation. Right. So yeah. I thought I'm going to watch this. I've always wanted to. I remember. Oh, you've never, you've never, I've seen, never it. seen I thought Fire you never seen Firestarter. No, it. oh, I like Firestarter. Yeah, yeah, so, I liked it, but I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Um, and I'd always seen it in the store on the cover yeah. with that great picture of yeah. Barry Moore, and you're like, "There's some fire going on," but I can't yeah, see yeah. it. I'm going to yeah, have to yeah. rent that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and man, is that so? The experience for me watching Firestarter is you read a bunch of reviews. I, I was like looking yeah. at some reviews and stuff, and people were saying, I really like this movie, or this is fucking boring as shit. Yeah. I, f- I saw a lot of divide before I went into it. And then I started watching, and I watched like the first 45 minutes, and I'm thinking, oh, man, this is cool. 
you get you you start off with that like just a dude and and this little girl yeah, and they're yeah. kind of oh, on the great run. energy and, and I have, it's yeah. been like ten years for me but it's yeah the vibe of them on the run and you know it's really yeah and you get the and 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 it looks great yeah. it has a real great look to it it's yeah. like it, it's almost mid eighties but it feels very seventies from the look of it for sure yeah and and then it gets so boring and it's two hours long and then. It becomes the best movie ever at the end of it. <laughs> and it's just, it's a movie that for me, I feel like there's a 90 minute movie in here that is just fucking great. Yeah. And like when she winds up like with the other kids and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's like when they, when they start to sort of, but there's just even, even like 45, once it hits 45 minutes and it stops being them on the run and it's yeah. like they're at the house and, yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. and George C. Scott's there and, yeah. and, and there's just all these scenes where you're, where you're thinking, None of this matters. Right. These are just long fucking conversations. Yeah. Like chop, chop, chop. Cut this shit out. Like, <laughs> like Jersey Scott's got to talk like ten times about how he's gonna hit someone's nose to kill him, and you see it once, and and it's just like he talks about it forever. Yeah. There's just all these scenes that are just you could get through sure. faster, and, and but <laughs> it really is worth it to sit through the stuff in the middle of the movie because. When it does finally become her being a fire starter, fucking throwing balls of fire at people, yeah, I was thinking this is this is amazing because <laughs> <laughs> houses are blowing up and yeah, shit. Yeah, and yeah. I'm glad because I I did get close to being this is too boring now. Like it re- yeah. it goes from being a really cool movie to Jesus Christ, skip through this scene. Like I wanted sure. to start fast forwarding, yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's worth it to get through the end. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah. I w- I would love to see like a fan edit. Like it feels like an adaptation of a book. In the in the ways that that doesn't work well, because you have all these scenes in the book where there's all this dialogue and there's all this great stuff to latch onto, and they just put that on the screen, and you and you think, well, I could be reading this that that would be better. Yeah. Like it, you you've you've been, you're a slave to your um you know the novel that you're ad- adapting because you felt like you had to have all these scenes in to explain all these things when you could have compressed it. All right, and that's what's disappointing, but. A lot of firewalls blow up. Yeah, I swear at the end it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, more more movies need that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Very good. So I won't say. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Firestarter. What about Greg? What What's about going Greg? On? What well, about Greg? You uh, see that movie? What about Greg? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me. I'm local. Uh, <laughs> I would wear that shirt. I would yeah, love to wear that great shirt. shirt. Yeah, really good. Um, so uh, all the it seems like all the blockbusters. Where did all the blockbusters go? I know uh, they're all gone. Uh, and it seems like it was kind of. Are a you week. talking about blockbuster video or yeah. the movies? <laughs> blockbuster <laughs> movies. Yeah, both of them. Uh, this summer, the summer blockbusters is gone is, now. Yeah, dissipated. Is Suicide Squad was kind of the last like one. Like right? sands through the hourglass. Yeah, yeah. And nothing was super great. <laughs> These uh, are the days of our year. lives. A lot of disappointments. And I was really, uh, uh, but I was like, I'm going to have my own blockbuster summer. And yeah. uh, then I got derailed. But because Independence Day came out, I was like, all the disaster movies. Yeah. And I was thinking about the 70s ones. But then Independence Day, no one liked it. And no one went to see it. And, it yeah. and then I, and also I tried to watch Airport and it bored me to tears. Yeah. <laughs> so I jumped back on that train. Yeah. I finally awesome. sque- I squeezed in one movie this week. And I was like, if I have time for one movie, it's going to be Roller Coaster. Oh, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so I watched <laughs> Roller Coaster. Featuring Sparks. Featuring Sparks. Sparks. I, I have love no that. idea. <laughs> uh, like doing the soundtrack? Or no, the no they're in, in the movie. They perform no two songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is fucking You dope. know how when you would go to an amusement park in the 70s and an avant-garde art <laughs> pop band would play? <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's super weird. Yeah, two jams. It's like a very long scene when mm-hmm. Sparks show up, and I was just like, 
What? Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and George Siegel is the yeah. lead in this thing. <laughs> Henry Fonda is there for some reason. I have no, he's just, I don't know, maybe he was bored or shooting near his house. He's like, yeah, why not? I'll show up. Yeah, yeah. Two scenes, great. Um, so, uh, yeah. It's a, if you don't know, it's the it's the disaster movie about a guy who's going to blow up a roller coaster. Right, or many. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His thing is he starts blowing up some roller coasters, yeah. and he's like, I want a million dollars to stop doing this. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, here's the thing. Roller coaster is kind of awesome. Yeah. And if you're, and I'm watching it, and when I stop thinking about how preposterous and ridiculous <laughs> it is, it's a really good it's movie. It's pretty good, yeah. All this, this, the movement, and it's a two hour film. Yeah, it's long. I, which is, I was astonished. Yeah. I'm like, Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> this roller this coaster. This guy wants blown to blow up. a roller coaster, and George Siegel's like, quit it. Uh, it's not. That's a ninety-minute jam. If I've I ever feel heard like, of one, I feel like we're lucky. It's only two hours. Yeah, it's yeah. From the Irwin Allen, like three hours. Oh, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of those disaster movies are long as fuck, man. Um, yeah, air, airport. Yeah. They don't get off the ground for an hour. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. <sighs> Oh, it's too yeah. off. It's and like, like actually flying. Yeah. Yeah. My I'm brother was trying to watch the one where they get caught underwater, and he was like, I just want the movie like, oh, that's, that, uh, you, you, yeah. that you picture when you think of that. I've seen about half of that one, too. Not that's as, got not, Jack Lemmon yeah. in it. That, that, sta- that cast is yeah. crazy huge. But it's uh, I've, yeah. I've heard is not very exciting. Uh, <laughs> ah, there's some really funny stuff yeah. in it. Um, uh, 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 oh, man. What's her name? Um Hmm, breakdown, uh, Event Horizon. Oh, Kathleen Quinlan. Thank you. Yes. Uh, Kathleen Quinlan, uh, Quinlan is quite young yeah. in it, and she's like all starry-eyed in love with this uh, <laughs> b- blind piano-playing fellow oh. who's just singing all these really sappy songs <laughs> yeah. in, a, While in they're an airplane. Yeah, in yeah. I'm like, this is, it's really, <laughs> it's kind of amazing. Yeah. Um, and there's some good stuff in it, and the cast is so big. Darren McGavin's in it, so yeah. you're just kind of entertained by stuff all the time. Yeah. And there's a scene where the bad guy... <laughs> because Jeff, of, well, you know, Darren McGavin. Yeah, yeah Darren McGavin is very entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a scene where... This is a great uh, example of how good Jack Lemmon is. There's a scene... <laughs> Where he uh, goes into a room to like investigate, and he gets clocked in the head, knocked out by one of the bad guys, <laughs> and it's a terrific look of shock as he gets smacked <laughs> in the head for the the knockout. But it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> He's got this nice little hair flip and a an astonished look yeah. on his face as he passes out. It's fucking awesome. I rewound it. I'm like, nice. Um, anyway. Roller coaster. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, if you're not thinking about how dumb the idea is, it's all really it's good. good. Yeah. Like, really good. It's well shot. George Siegel is just totally. Well, that guy's it doesn't, wonderful. From what I, I haven't seen it in forever. And yeah. I feel like maybe I've only even seen like chunks of it. Yeah. Uh, but I, I remember it being like not boring and no, pretty, it's never pretty boring. suspenseful. It really moves along yeah. pretty well. And But then it's when you start to, when you do think about how dumb the whole thing is, it's all a lot of fun. Cause yeah. You're watching and you're like, wait a minute, is he like a roller coaster investigator? What yeah. is this job he has? Because <laughs> yeah. he gets the, the first roller coaster gets toasted in the opening scene, which yeah. is pretty fucking great. Yeah. Uh, and then Henry Fonda calls up George Siegel and yeah. he's like, hey, didn't you check that roller coaster? He's like, yeah, of course I did. And he's like, yeah, well, it collapsed. He's like, wow. <laughs> and then he has to investigate yeah. it. He's like jumping around like yeah. globe trotting, chasing him like why is he the, he's not yeah. a cop but like and then the cops catch the guy near the end and he's like put your guns down they're all like okay okay roller coaster guy <laughs> whatever you, you say this is your jam I guess but you better yeah. know a lot about roller yeah. coasters uh, and there's a great so like the killer guy he goes 
to a couple different cities and attacks yeah. their famous famous uh, theme parks. And uh, he goes to Pittsburgh at one point, and like there's some just really lazy art department junk going on because <laughs> he gets to Pittsburgh and it's him in the airport, and he walks past an advertisement for, you know, Wonderland or whatever. Yeah. And it just says the name of the place, like Wonderland, in yeah. big, bold letters. And it's sort of a picture of, I don't know, something. And then at the bottom, it says, with no punctuation, no exclamation points, anything, visit it while you were in Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, that's pretty lazy. And then I was like, well, I guess they just needed something quick. But then yeah. there's another shot later where he's calling the, the people from Pittsburgh because they had the, one of the, you know, the disaster happened there, too. Yeah. And the guy in the office who's talking to him has a huge picture of the same thing behind him. At the, I'm like, couldn't you? Visit it. Spice well, it up in Pittsburgh. Make it seem fun. Visit it while you were in Pittsburgh. Uh, <laughs> I think the audience is starting to forget we're in Pittsburgh. What do yeah. we do? Do we still have that sign? I thought you were going to say that like somebody says it like it's a slogan. Like, and don't forget to visit it while you're, while in, you're Pittsburgh. in Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> it's all like of it they is say awkward in Pittsburgh. Visit, visit it. it while you're in <laughs> Pittsburgh. Oh, man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, a pretty terrific pretty movie, good. I'd pretty say. Good. Like, it's a yeah, fun one. Yeah, lots of fun. This is kind of, this is now I'm reinvigorated. Yeah. I'm, my, st- my summer starts now. <laughs> wow. My disappointing summer yeah. blockbuster movie, but I'm going to watch some more disaster movies now because there's some other really crazy ones out there. Yeah. Did you uh, did you see the uh, apparent cameo uh, by Steve Gutenberg? Yes, I did. He just <laughs> like really runs in with some very Gutenberg and hair. Uh, and, uh, and he's all yeah, he's all Gutenberg. He, he's ex- he's exasperated. Yeah. He's like, oh, here's oh. the thing. <laughs> oh, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Big break. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Goot. Big yeah, goot. Did you see that guy's hair? Let's put him in another one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He could play cop. Yeah. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Worth worth my time and anyone else's. Yeah. Roller coaster. Wicked. Yeah. Really good time. Oh man. Mm-hmm. There you go, Casey. Yep. Anything else? Yeah. Two. Okay. Things two else. things. Uh, this is the one that I was embarrassed that I hadn't seen it. Okay. Um, so finally, I watched the documentary uh, "The Devil and Daniel Johnston." Oh, how oh, embarrassing! Wow, you, you haven't, haven't seen, seen that. that. It is uh, actually. I, I've been telling Emma she needs I to watch that. I just saw it. I was telling back. Athena she yeah. needs to see it and be sad. But I keep thinking like I want to put this on, but we have this time to like relax and yeah. we don't sure just get be like crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, when I first saw that, I did I I didn't know a lot about Daniel Johnston, so it was right. kind of like I had heard some of his music and I knew that like yeah. Kurt Cobain said he was amazing, and then yeah, that right. kind of like got me like, oh, I should check more into this. Yeah, and yeah, if yeah, you yeah. think about, uh, I I knew sort of a lot about him. Uh, I think as a performer, but you think of Daniel Johnston, and you think, oh, he's probably because of all of his mental problems and everything, yeah. he's probably this you know weird recluse kind of thing who mm-hmm. uh, who you know ha- had to be like goaded into uh, to getting on stage kind of thing. And then you watch the, the movie, and you're like, oh no, he was quite self-promoting oh yeah he was very self-promoting it's just you know like his his crazy the crazy devil you know just got into his brain and and he was fighting that too but uh but oh boy it is it's heartbreaking it's so good it is fucking heartbreaking yeah um there's not much that i can say about it uh, other than if you haven't seen it Definitely, you must see. Oh, absolutely. Um, because again, like even even saying that uh, he was quite self promoting doesn't do justice to to you know the ways in which he was self promoting and yeah. and how sort of sweet it, it, yeah. it was and yeah. how how honestly 
he believed in himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When and, and he was one of those performers. Like they talk about how his collaborations with like Jad Fair and stuff like that. And in one shot, you see Gordon Gano at one of his uh, yeah. concerts, and you kind of go. Oh, this is very much one of those performers who could, who could, who was very, very much on the edge. Like he could either be brilliant or just be a fucking nutbag with a yeah. guitar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who was like, "What? Well, this isn't really a song," <laughs> because like his sense of of melody and and his sense of of you know like musicianship was very much secondary to the. Um, and I don't want to say outsider art kind of yeah. feel mm-hmm. of his music, but it was like. There, there was almost a sense of irony if you weren't paying attention to the construction of the music and the lyrics at the same time. Yeah. Like the, the the backdrop for these sad, fragile lyrics yeah, that were yeah. that were completely free of irony and that, yeah. Yeah, that were just very fragile and beautiful. Yeah, uh, yeah just what what a complex yeah. individual. And, and then he'll and then he'll have songs that are just like about how much he likes the Beatles, and sure. then yeah. somehow it'll yeah. be like so great and catchy and like. I like, but it's so plaintive and yeah. so um, so like. Well, I wrote this song because I like the Beatles. Yeah, like yeah. it's not, it's not. You're not quite reaching, you know, Wesley Willis uh, territory. Well, no, because it's it's really pure what he's writing mm-hmm. about. Because like when you hear your song, like there's weird things that have like this strange heart to them, like walking the cow or something yeah. like that. But then like story of an artist is heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. and really and, honest and, and you know? well told. Yes, very like, well told. It's like he would, uh, but it, you're very right about it, him either being perfect or a disaster. Because even with some of the recordings, like if it's yeah. a hair the wrong way, it's it's a pile of shit. Yeah, and there, it, you know, some of the work really hangs together. Yeah. And you, I mean, you have to listen to it with. You have to be prepared for what you're going to listen <laughs> yeah. to because it's recorded horribly. Yeah, it's just like, uh, I, I, but it has to be because yeah. if it wasn't, it would be terrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was really slick. Yeah, it wouldn't because, work. Yeah, because it, well, I mean, like look, when when Fun came out on uh, on uh, was it DGC or whatever? Mm-hmm. I think it was DGC. Yeah, um, but uh, when Fun came out, it sold just over five thousand mm-hmm. yeah. because again, it, it, it was it was the magic of those tapes, those yeah. hand hewn tapes. Yeah. That, uh, uh, you know that he and his his manager, his ex manager, yeah. fucking oh that poor guy, yeah. um, Jesus, yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't want to talk too much more about it. Just 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 see it and and, and see why uh, totally. You know, see why his father breaks down in the middle of the film, yeah, <laughs> and starts crying, yeah. and you're like, yes, oh, I get it, <laughs> yeah. And now his oh, man, yeah. I don't, I don't know and I remember, isn't there? Anymore, there's a part in like a they're they're on like a plane ride. That's what that's I don't want to like, say. That's yeah, what I didn't want to I remember tell. just, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because, but like, yeah, j- just just watch that yeah. and yeah. see why see why his father is just... Yeah. Just and if you want a quick little, like, dip your toe into the music just mm-hmm. to hear the fragility that's there that's so stunning, I think probably uh, uh, True Love will find you in the end. Yes. It's probably the best uh, entry point, I yeah. would say. Definitely. Yeah, I think it is the most accessible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you just, but it's You'll also get an idea feels wrong. Of, like, yeah. There's something off about it, yeah. you know? But yeah, in the best kind of way. Real sweet. Good. Well, it's it's somebody who who sings about love and talks about love who who never uh, felt it or understood it. He yeah. just sort of like got himself kicked in the face a bunch of times so that he could write songs. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, oh God, what an interesting interesting man. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, anyway. yeah. Uh, Definitely check it out. I believe that is on Netflix, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Sweet. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. a it's amazing. Definitely watch that. Yeah. 
anything else before film roulette? No, I didn't see shit, man. Uh, you didn't see shit, man. That's I didn't see shit, man. Yeah, did you have good. one more? Or I, I did have one more. I don't. I don't have a lot to say about it. Uh, I watched uh, the first episode of Horace and Pete. Okay, and oh, I've been I'll, meaning uh, to watch yeah. that. I'll report as I as okay. I watch more. It's yeah. not actually. Uh, it's sort of what I expected, and yet not. It very much. It's a lot more uh, drama driven than um, than I thought it was going to be. It's very much a filmed play. Yeah. Uh, okay. And and. Um, so far, episode one, I've got issues with it, but it's it's also very sweet. And uh, Steve Buscemi and um, Alan Alda are fucking yeah. phenomenal. Nice. So uh, more to come on. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, then I guess we should get into film roulette, shall I guess, we? I guess so. Let's. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Do it. Film Rulet is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week we picked Suicide Squad because it was the last of the summer blockbusters and we picked it before the advance, uh, before too much of the advance reviews came out. But yeah. the loser... The vitriol uh, yeah. online. But the loser gets to listen... Oh, sorry. The loser gets to go see a losing film. <laughs> I skipped over that part. Yeah. Yeah. So the person who rolls the low number has to go see something that we have picked as the losing film. Yeah. This week it was Nine Lives, but, but there was a speed bump in the road. That's right. And Greg couldn't make it out. So no. we won't we won't disappoint the people that voted for it because we will talk about I it. I will watch and this movie. I promise <laughs> you that by next week. Yeah. So by, by way of that, we, there's, there's even a bonus losing movie. So I did watch a shitty movie because yeah. I'm a loser. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so I did watch Sinister Squad. Sinister Squad. Uh, mockbuster of yes. Suicide Squad, which so, I think was was a uh, a second the second, the second choice. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. Why not? But I promise you, I know everyone. There was quite a nice response yeah. to Nine Lives. <laughs> I felt horrible that I missed it this week, so I will, yeah. no matter what, See. have it for you uh, reviewed for next week. Yeah, and uh, the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. That's right. Uh, Greg last week gave us Charlie Puth, Puth, Puth. Uh, <laughs> album, so we'll talk about that. We'll roll for movies next week, and we will continue to play Film Roulette. As we mentioned, Suicide Squad, some yeah. kind of Suicide Squad, yeah. directed by David Iyer. Uh, yeah, he said it. 
starring Margot Robbie, Jared Leto, Will Smith, and many more. Yeah. Viola Davis. Big um, Willie Styles up in it. Yeah. <laughs> I know that I'm certain you're going to tell me this is a disjointed mess. <laughs> I'm so curious about all the different yeah. po- points of this disjointed mess. Well, and how, uh, please tell me something. So Google describes the plot, if you didn't know, as yeah. figuring they're all expendable. A U.S. intelligence officer decides to assemble a team of dangerous, incarcerated supervillains for a top secret mission. Um and Casey describes the plot as completely unimportant. <laughs> <laughs> this thing has been getting terrible reviews. 26 really on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, 40 on Metacritic. Yet yeah. IMDb, 7 out of 10 for the <laughs> viewers. And it also sure. got people that, people that were polled when leaving. It, this thing's got a cinema score of about B. Uh-huh. Uh, so the, some of the audiences yeah, yeah. Are, are liking sure. it. Now... I I'm excited to talk about this because I feel a lot of different things about this. Yeah. Me and I, too. And I and I want to say I I feel like from my perspective for Suicide Squad, I think we need to frame this with from from my perspective. When you guys saw Batman versus Superman, you guys yeah. came back and said, "This isn't great. Well, we didn't really like this, but like, come on." Yeah. The way that people have been talking about this movie has been a little bit out of hand. It's not as bad as they are making it out to be. Right. There was a little bit of that in the discussion, right? Sure. Yes. Okay. But it is pretty but bad. But it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. It's because the last hour and a half, I guess. No, hour. Is yeah. So out of control bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The drop off is intense. Yeah. And I didn't see that. So no. I'm coming to Suicide Squad pretty fresh. Right. And I think this is not a good movie. Yeah. And I think I feel like you guys from the last time, I think. I've seen so much like hand wringing over this movie, which is just a not a not good movie. It's just yeah. a it's a bad movie. Hey, I've seen a million bad movies. Sure. It's a fucking blockbuster bad movie. It doesn't make sense sometimes. <laughs> Other times cool things happen. Sometimes really dumb stuff happens. Yeah. A couple of performances are garbage. Some Look, of them are pretty good. A lot of the time really dumb stuff happens. <laughs> this is a movie that suffers from Everything you've read about it. Yeah. Everything that every rumor about this movie was a hundred percent true. Yeah. It was a very boring, dour movie that was See, I was, that never was in bored. line. Um no no no. no. I, what I'm saying is that it was a very uh, this is I, I'm just yeah, sort of yeah, like yeah. projecting. It was a very boring, dour movie that was very much in line with the Zack Snyder yeah. fucking yeah. snooze fest. Right. Um that they were like, shit, we gotta retrofit yeah, okay. this thing with something. We, we need interesting. The guardians of the galaxy here yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah. so and, and the way they did that was so so clumsy yeah <laughs> and we'll and, just add a bunch of character neon things we'll have a song playing in every scene yeah yeah and it, and it really is just just so bad the way they yeah. did it uh and but i, I hear it's like the soundtrack go. is like mega hits 2004 or something um, like that. Well, well it's all well, the no, songs, dude. It's all classic uh, rock stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Like it's a lot Sympathy of for the Devil, oh, Credence, Clearwater, yeah, all that, all that uh, stuff and, that and you would expect. And of course, Rhapsody shows thing. up. Oh, my gosh. But wow. you know what? I had fun. Yeah. I had fun watching it yeah, until yeah. I wasn't having fun. And I was like, I'm not having fun, but uh, I was because a, this is bad. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but I was able to pick out things like, oh, this is fun. And like I thought, um, to get to the stuff that we like, I guess, I, I thought Will Smith was, was I thought great. Will Smith was fucking great. I was like, Will Smith was great. Margot Robbie was in her own movie. Mm-hmm. Like she, It's a real shame that she was in this movie uh-huh. because she played... You know how Harley Quinn is kind of like, hey, Mr. J? Like yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. She played just enough of that uh, and, and enough of the sweetness of her character 
uh, uh, to that that I wanted to see her given more depth. Yeah, as a I character, w- and they maybe really... not the stuff that they gave. Like I yeah. feel like a, a lot of this movie is like it could be called Suicide Squad: colon, Unfortunate Backstories. It's like yeah. <laughs> every backstory is like okay, she really wants to be in like a domestic relationship with him, and like that's, oh, that's that was so dumb. so stupid. And it's from one of the it's from one of the animated series shows, which was based on a comic. Um, but then also the flame on guy, like the Latino flame yeah, yeah. guy, yeah. like, oh, he's got like a tragic story where he murdered his wife and kids and he keeps putting a little like dance um, flame sorry, lady. Spo- spoiler alert. <laughs> no, whatever. A, it's I, it's I really a big, it is, it's pretty, yeah. <laughs> no, but it is <laughs> a big, big point to, but, of the it's, movie. It's pretty yeah. early it's, on it, that you realize like, that. It's a big miss. Like, yeah. like when that happens in the movie, you're like, uh. Oh, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he, but he keeps doing the little like flame dancing lady in his hand, like looking at her, like oh, and she's like, it looks bad, and it really looks there's bad. just all these it, things that are stupid. At some point, it looks like the internet dancing baby. baby. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like oh. you said, there's things in it that were fun, and and uh, yeah, like Baronholtz was a lot of fun. Yeah, and there's things in it Who that is like Baronholtz playing it. He just plays this. Uh, he plays this guard uh, oh, at, at yeah. the um, uh, sort of a crooked guard at the yeah. uh, uh, at the facility where they're holding most of them, kind of right. thing. Um, and he's he's fun enough. Sure, uh, he's great. Yeah, yeah, for, with what he's given to do. Yeah, um, I just think like uh, there's. Uh, it's hard for me to watch this movie and see the way that people are reacting to it. And I've even seen the way that people are reacting to, you know, this movie's really bad and people are going to it and it's making tons of money, even though it's bad. Yeah. Ergo, like, got movies are going to be the death of cinema and we're mm. to blame and all this stuff. And yeah. I, I don't see a lot of... Well, when Batman v Superman came out and we all decided that this is the worst movie of all time and we can't look at this movie with any kind of like down the middle like objectivity, it's either oh, I'm a DC fanboy or I like g- good cinema and so this must be the worst thing in the world. I f- like p- that's part of the reason why this movie sucks. This movie is yeah, absolutely a mess because of Warner Brothers getting so scared about what happened to their brand after that last reaction. Yeah. But the thing is, this movie this movie succeeds. Ninety percent of why this movie succeeds is its marketing department. Yes, um, and its marketing department, its marketing, um, uh, uh, sort of like its aggressive marketing campaign, yeah. made it into the movie and is a star of the movie. Yeah, like, and, and it starts out with these sort of like it, it shows you, you know, Mister Boomerang yeah. face, and it gives you all these like <laughs> all the know, little ching, 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 yeah. All the little like little neon, of yeah. like, oh, oh, what he did and this and that and 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 it's like oh this is supposed to be fun and colorful but it's but again like they like you can see the points where it was the, the original movie team, yeah where you're like oh this is this scene is at a standstill yeah. and that's the weird thing is i feel so passionately about like guys it's just like if you line up every superhero movie ever made like this is probably like in the middle somewhere, maybe yeah. a little bit skewed towards the good side of things. I like a lot of these movie. movies are not good. I like this movie as much as I like the fantastic yeah. the new Fantastic Four movie. Which, I like that movie, which yeah. suffered from a lot of the same things, like and, retrofitting, yeah. uh, uh, some sort of tone or whatever. Yeah, uh, but yeah, like. But I also feel like if David Ayer had been left alone, I don't think it would have been any better because I think no. a lot of the stuff in here is is wrong on that deep level. Yeah. Well, when it was when this was announced. It was clear this was going to be a problem. 
Yeah. You can't... This isn't really a movie that's going to work. Yeah. Because you don't have established characters. They were hit the ground with too much stuff, and we are like, this is going to be a huge disjointed mess. Yeah. And we and said this a year yeah, and a half ago. <laughs> Boy, did I not care about a lot of these characters. No. Of course. No. Uh, <laughs> well, they put together a cast of characters that you could not possibly care about. Yeah. And it's not only that, Captain but... Captain Boomerang? <laughs> Captain Boomerang. <laughs> Boomerang. And they say, they give you a little bit of backstory about Captain Boomerang, a little. Um, and then uh, they, and they go like... Uh, what's his name, right? Jai Courtney, Jai Courtney. who's... Yeah, yeah. God love him, trying his best. I think that like this might be one of the. I think fella. this might be one of the better things he's done because he's having fun and he's and I'm like I could see you in a movie now. I, I see why maybe you could be a, a likable character, but this movie is keeping you at arm's length and then like letting you leave a scene and then come back for no reason. For no reason, like hey, and guess yeah, what? I'm here back. Again. Yeah, he does the old <laughs> Ralph Wiggum. Yeah. I thought you died. No, nope. no, nope. <laughs> but he didn't die. Like not. I thought yeah. you died, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I just I thought you were honest. Nope. Yeah. Um, now, uh, I'll talk about the biggest problem with this movie and, and what I think dragged down Harley Quinn a little bit is just how awful the Joker you, is. Yeah, this is the big, uh, yeah. He is Please tell me some stuff. not good yeah. at all. They right. cut down, they cut down his part. His part was supposed to be, uh, Much significant. Bigger. Um, and they cut him into uh, like seven minutes in total yeah. or something. I think they should have cut maybe. the whole thing out. Uh, they absolutely should have. It has had no... zero uh, uh, place in this movie. It's crazy because they make you in the in the trailers think like this movie is about the Joker as a villain. Yeah, yeah. Like they really make you think that. And you know what I think happened is I think that that's because they filmed a shit ton with yeah. him. I think that is what happened. And then they saw it and they were like, "Oh God, he's." awful uh, we can't but we can't cut him out because everybody knows the joker's in this yeah. the joker this movie hangs on the fact that the joker's in it what are we gonna do let's cut him out and film a new villain well um, i think that was always the villain i feel like they there's no way that the villain in this movie was ever not the villain i just think that they probably had so much of the joker tied into it that now they've cut out enough of it where it seems extraneous yeah and that it's like they've cut it down to this because the whole production of this movie has been middle ground it's been they at some point marvel got really scared they decided we're gonna go DC. with the uh, uh sorry yeah i meant warner warner right. got really scared and they decided we're gonna let him david Iyer go do his thing but we're also going to take the marketing department that made the trailer and we're going to go cut our thing from your footage and then we're going to test them and they did all these separate testing things and then they did and then they started to mix the two worlds together and they decided to like go to some sort of middle ground and and i feel like that's what's happening with those two things it's like the whole movie has this a b plot of the joker is, is trying to get harley harley quinn and then also like the the enchantress and all this other stuff is going on over here and it's going to come to a head but then they got rid of most of one side of that yeah yeah <laughs> and and the movie succeeds more so uh by by getting rid of i agree but imagine that up imagine to a, a point movie i agree where you have to cut the joker out of it to make it interesting <laughs> that's fucked up yeah like, yeah. But the thing is, really I up. thought the, the they show the Enchantress's uh, character almost never in the trailers. It's like one shot. But yeah. up until a point where her character completely changes for the finale of the film, I thought she was like a really cool character, and I wanted more of that stuff. Huh. Yeah, the 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 duality of that character is super interesting, and yeah. then they just don't. And then they and the way that. that the Enchantress like 
comes and goes early on with like the smoke hand on on the yeah. human's hand and stuff really like cool. cool and and interesting it's and a really dumb. cool smoke hand it really yeah, really yeah, dumb it's like dumb, but... oh this person that can be anywhere in the world at any time and you think you can control them like okay that's dumb but I'll fucking it's a comic book movie I'm gonna yeah. watch it and have fun right. yeah. but up until a point it becomes. She she becomes kind of like a ooh I'm doing a dance and trying to be scary at the end of the movie I'm like eh, yeah. no nah yeah oh yeah the whole end of the movie is just is just a yeah. fucking zero, but those little weird but, guys uh, with the eyeball heads and stuff I thought this is fun I thought they looked cool but then in action I was like oh this is boring yeah and also did you see speaking- this in 3D. I did. Yeah, I thought little spiky things and all that stuff was cool. Yeah, that I was, was this cool. This is fun. This is dumb fun. Uh, you know what wasn't cool is uh, that uh, that Joel Kinnaman. Mm-hmm. That guy. Oh, that guy. he's a like just a piece of wood. He is nothing. <laughs> yeah, he is absolutely nothing in this movie. Yeah, they don't yeah. give him that much to do or no. anything. And but but I but also he's a bad actor. Yeah, and it, didn't he replace Tom Hardy? Isn't uh, that I know Tom Hardy was in it. I can uh, see yeah, that, and I, and I do believe yeah because yeah, 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 yeah. he plays a. Uh, he plays uh, Rick Flag. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, um, I think maybe Tom Hardy kind of like signed on, and then took a closer look and went, "Yeah, no man, I'm busy." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I think it was like like because yeah, it, like, yeah. it was scheduling. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think probably nine times out of ten, it, that's what scheduling means. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, I um, no, 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 I'm not putting this in my schedule <laughs> scheduling issues the yeah, issue is yeah. i don't want it in there <laughs> that i yeah. shall not schedule it <laughs> yeah uh, yeah yeah but uh but yeah man I, I i was i was blown away by the fact that i'm like and Vi- viola davis was fine yeah mm-hmm. i thought she was great and then i thought the stuff that they did with her character and where there's like a reveal involving her character which doesn't make really much sense and it didn't really matter to me. Nope. How like, is, why is she there? Okay, I guess. How's, See you uh, later. How's Killer Croc? Uh, let me tell you what uh, what they do. They go, uh, <laughs> here's uh, Mr. Boomerang Face and he does this and this and here's Holly Quinn and she does this and this. Uh, Killer Croc looks like a crocodile. And here we have... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, Killer Croc looks like a crocodile and he'll like jump into some water once or twice. Yeah, Mostly yeah. he's in if, a cage. Uh, if there's a lot of water at uh, uh, Bay Street Station, yeah. uh, he will swim <laughs> So in much it. Yeah. Toronto in this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, very, it's very Toronto. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, that's a bummer, man. Well, yeah. I mean, just the look of him. I was like, well, they fucked this up. Yeah. Uh, when the first kind of images started popping out. Because it's a bummer. Killer Croc is a character that started really kind of cheap and stupid. In the comics, yeah. but then some good writers and artists got a hold of him and turned it into something borderland terrifying. Yeah, which is pretty great, and it's been that way for quite some time now. There's been some good uh, incarnations of him in the uh, animated stuff and in the uh, the very successful yeah. Batman video game series. Pretty solid Killer Croc. There, yeah. I was like, that, that's a massive lost opportunity. Yeah. yeah, he is. He's he's whole movie. He still looks no. like a garbage pail kid. <laughs> yeah, he really does, <laughs> and he's in no way threatening. Yeah, that's yeah, a bummer, man. And that is that's a the whole bummer. thing with this movie is it's got so much going on. It's such a mess. You can tell they've just tried to do everything they can. But there's a movie in here. Like if you pair more of this back and allow certain things to breathe, like if it was more just about them. Like, not a lot of it is about them, like, as a team. Like, there's mm. one scene where they're, like, hanging out doing the quippy thing in the bar, 
And then the rest of it is kind of like them walking around, being led by other people because yeah. they got to be kept in check. And but there's no like being, being sort of begrudging to each other. Yeah, I felt like the whole team was Deadshot and Harley Quinn. Yeah, and that's fine because those were the interesting characters right. and the characters whose stakes I understood. Sure, uh, everyone else's stakes uh, I d- were you know were yeah. nothing but the well, fact when... that they were being controlled by the government. And the and only that's not interesting. The at only all. time this movie tries to do any kind of stakes. They introduce um, a character. I can't remember his name. Uh, Slipknot. They introduce, <laughs> they introduce Slipknot, um, which apparently true to uh, to the uh, um, uh, true to the comic book. They could well. Yeah, well, they introduce him, and they're like, "Oh, also, this guy will be on your team after they've already landed for their big mission." Yeah. And then the next scene, they're like, "Why don't we just leave?" And they're like, "Well, remember they embedded the bombs in her neck or whatever," and then. Slipknot's well, like I'm gonna get out of here anyway, and then and like just gets murdered like right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he has not been introduced is at all. Fine, because I think we should all remember his special power is having a rope. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he's the, very yeah. good at having a rope. But that, yeah, like man, they should have just in, like if they hadn't <laughs> that spent. That guy gets me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but is your is are you named after a rope? Yeah, no. <laughs> if they hadn't know spent that. so, they hadn't spent so much time knowledge. introducing all these characters, and they just included him. Like yeah. these characters only get like five minute introductions, like or yeah. whatever, all in a row. Anyway, just introduce him earlier, and then so we can be like, oh shit, they killed one of them, he's, not the one they just introduced to kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is. He is absolutely there as cautionary example. Yeah, um, but that like, yeah, it's just. <sighs> To, like why Independence Day was worse than this fucking movie? I thought Independence Day Resurgence was so much more boring. It was so boring so much and not more fun, shitty. and there was nothing fun and about it. Got it got really this bad movie reviews. Had a couple fun things about it. Yeah, but I just you don't see the hand wringing about Independence Day. Like you don't see people well, saying like, "Oh, this was oh, so yeah. bad. I felt hungover. This was so but bad." No, uh, but there's it's like, no fucking get over it, man. It's a bad movie. But but Who there's cares? no <laughs> there's no Marvel uh, flip side for Independence Day. Yeah, um, yeah. except for in. Independence Day, which itself is kind of a shabby movie anyway. Yeah, it's um, fun, though. So, uh, yeah. so, yeah. So, like, I mean, this has not only the weight of people's beloved characters like the Joker and Harley Quinn mm-hmm. and everything, Batman and so forth. It well, also has... has Batman's in this, right? Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know if that's a shock. I don't give no, a no, fuck. No, no. Uh, yeah. And also... also I think uh, it was in a trailer. Any good, the Batman scene? Uh, yeah. I didn't really think much of it, positive or negative. Yeah, right. no, Short, it, I yeah, it's pretty, yeah, he's in it like yeah, a, like in one or he's in like two or three scenes. Maybe he's in it basically to go. Here's how we got these guys, uh, Batman. <laughs> yeah, he's he's yeah, in this Batman and and at the very beginning they go. Um, let's let us not forget Superman. And then, uh, okay, we d- we've done our job. Yeah. We p- placed this firmly in that yeah. world. And I'm like, right. you really And haven't. does this take place right after the events of uh, yes. B versus Superman S? is yeah, dead. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. they're all worried about what if another Superman comes around. Oh. Yeah. So uh, so anyway, Anywho. this movie's a big, dumb, stupid, dumb, shitty, yeah. dumb movie that, yep. uh, yeah, maybe see if you have the yeah, time. Watch yeah, watch it on Netflix, yeah. man. Yep. And you'll be like, yeah, this is as bad, like all the little nitpicks, <clears throat> the, even the ones that, that I've been talking about and the ones you've heard on the internet are all true, uh-huh. but 
It is what it is, man. These yeah. kinds of movies are going to be around forever. This yeah. like, and they've been around. We've there's D- disappointing been so, summer blockbusters. Disappoint, yeah, and and I think no. I do also think that like this year, yes, Craig. <laughs> this, it's been like I feel like the last time we had this bad of a year was the year of Man of Steel and uh, Star yeah. Trek Two, where right. we had like a real string of anticipated but bummer movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's also a, a part here where we've we've already had Independence Day. Yeah, we've yeah. already had a couple mm. movies this year that were just not good. Quite a few. Yeah. yeah, and uh, people Civil are... War was good. Yeah, yeah, like that. Uh, they they uh, just just found this out today. They've uh, they're making uh, Man of Steel two. Yeah, why isn't that? Oh, I don't know why. I guess they're doing another standalone Superman movie to talk about how he comes back. Uh-huh. So what are they gonna? But but I'm like, are they gonna do that? Ugh, Sorry, no. I just assume that it's going to be like the the story of how he came back. But the thing is, the Justice League movie's coming out yeah. before that. Before right? that, so I mean, that's got to be. That's they probably got to bring him back for that, right? Probably you would think so. Well, you know what? I don't care. <laughs> uh, that's the flip side. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> Give a fuck, man. They are what a mess. The yeah. thing oh, I'm says, most thank God, I mean they. It, I hope this thing doesn't go down so intensely in flames because that Wonder Woman movie looks so good. Yeah, I, I hope it is good. Maybe I it's hope a great it's trailer. Too, but I'm really I'm I'm worried. Yeah, I think Excuse it. I, I think well, it's all of be, this is so bad. There's a reason yeah. to be worried. I'm not. Wor- I'm not worried because again, I don't care. I, well, yeah. I, would, no, be, I, mean, I would be worried. I'm worried if the... in the sense of like I would like to see a some great, terrific yeah. Batman and Superman movies. And how about uh... yeah? Oh, we won't. I think that ship has sailed. I think uh, right now what we're going to see is a couple little pieces salvaged. Yeah. Hopefully, Wonder Woman is one of those. Yeah. The thing I'm the most interested in seeing now is how they're how they're going to handle this backlash for the Joker because yeah. they've squandered they've ruined one of the most if not the most interesting character dc has to offer yeah. but i feel like it's a character that we don't need anymore yeah don't you don't need think another so you think joker. they're just gonna to swipe why sweep the joker uh because there are easter eggs in the the B- bbs yeah yeah, yeah. Um, little stuff not uh, too... about uh, about who killed robin yeah there's a big easter egg in suicide squad about uh, who killed yeah. robin but at this and point Maybe they're in such damage control. They're gonna, after these ne- like next couple movies, they're going to be like, and then we pivoted away from all yeah. that crap that we set up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they, I don't think they give a fuck because yeah. I mean, all these movies are now like everything almost seems like it's this weird ripple effect and echo to the response to Man of Steel. Yeah, and like that has shaped, like the, that created the ripple that creates Batman versus Superman. Yeah, and it's all of its many flaws. Come yeah, from, like the fear of the, the, the yeah. reaction of that first movie have affected, which this then movie. affects this movie. Which then uh, will yeah. affect the next movie because they they just don't have a firm idea of what they're doing and they're reacting. Oh, but what the internet said, yeah. we'll change everything. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you know? they said it in that voice. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> why did they put us in charge? <laughs> why did they put an Adam Sandler character in charge? <laughs> Um, so yeah, it, it's just going to be a yeah. continuing spiral. I mean, they're all your best bets are that Wonder Woman's good, and when uh, Ben Affleck makes his own Batman movie, they kind of fuck off and just trust him to do something. Yeah, because he's a good oh. director, right? Yeah. He's made some very solid movies. He's a good Batman. He's a good Batman. They got the suit right and all that fun junk. He can yeah. act. So 
You would think. <laughs> the smartest thing that they can do, I think, is to uh, rebuild within this w- within this iteration, within this universe, rebuild based on Ben Affleck's lead. Yeah. Um, like, make that, that solo Batman movie and then follow the tone that he creates. Hopefully right. he creates a great tone, which I think he, he will, because Argo moves along really nicely. Yeah, yeah. You know, he can make a movie yeah. that does yeah, that. Absolutely. So. Gone yeah. Baby Gone is a terrifically paced film. I love that movie. It's a it's a wonderfully trashy movie. Yeah, oh, great movie. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, hopefully they can find some kind of center to this thing in either totally. Batman or, or more more than likely. If I don't know, again, it's just very maybe it's just a great trailer, but yeah. maybe Wonder Woman is the place that they will find their. Uh, I kind of hope that that yeah centerpiece to this fucking mess. Definitely some, something can, to write the shit. And I and I have I have hopes for Justice League. I thought that trailer was not that bad. I th- I hope mm-hmm. that maybe Wonder Woman and and Justice League are are like two little steps into the right direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, they, they those movies were into production around this t- like when all this stuff has been happening, so who knows if it's going to be affected by the DC Ripple. Yeah. Well, who knows. <laughs> yeah, uh, the DC The Ripple. DC Ripple. Yeah. Coined here, you heard it first. Greg made it up. Don't steal it. <laughs> <laughs> um but speaking of things that are sinister and speaking of squads, you yeah. watched Sinister Squad. <laughs> yeah. Uh this is an asylum joint. Uh, made to capitalize on the popularity of the Suicide Squad, it is about when a supernatural cult threatens Earth. Alice must assemble a team of fairy tale villains to face the literal forces of death. This is getting 2.3 out of 10 uh-huh. on IMDb and is directed and written by Jeremy M. Inman. Yep. Uh, and stars, as usual, a bunch of people that I don't know <laughs> yep. from much of anything. Right. Uh, the tagline for this movie is super bad, but in a good way. <laughs> but in a good way. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> really creative. Yeah. Okay. So tell us about this. As we've seen in the past, uh, the Asylum have decided that they will go the public domain route and just be like, oh, yeah, well, we need to get a bunch of villains together. We'll go for a fairy tale villains. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. free. Right. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I didn't uh, see Nine Lives. I saw this and I felt bad about it. And I feel like I was extra punished. Yeah. Because um, this is a really difficult watch. <laughs> this is a very bad movie. Um <laughs> In so many different ways, too. It's confusing. Yeah. And then I'm mad that I'm trying to figure out what's going on in this terrible <laughs> movie. And there's just a variety of terrible acting going on. Yeah. It's all over the place. But most of the time, you feel kind of weird because it really... Mostly you feel like you're watching like a uh, uh, a porno satire of a yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I felt when I watched my <laughs> Asylum movies. I was yeah. like... This is the kind of acting like this is what the top this is top top notch acting from porn from porn yeah, players yeah, yeah, yeah. like I don't know if it's top notch even but if I saw this in a weird... porn I'd be like okay this this porn actor is really trying but sure yeah let's, yeah let's 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 at what well, point let's, <laughs> you know in uh, you know in porn when they're trying to stretch the scene out or something like that they're vamping you, you feel like you've hit like you've finished the sentence <laughs> but then you, the guy doesn't know to stop talking or something or oh, whomever man. doesn't and they just keep kind of repeating themselves or <laughs> then sending out weird like the energy's changed and like now your intention doesn't seem to mean the same thing there's a lot of that going on in this movie too at what point does the asylum just start making porn and then releasing <laughs> the movies without the sex and the movies yeah, with the sex because there's i feel like we'll get point, sex where 
this movie. I no movie. longer leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> because that is the apex of filmmaking so, for me. Let me set you up with the beginning of this movie. Yeah. It's like a chase scene down an alley, Ooh, and you've got Goldilocks. Oh, man. Sexy, leather-wearing Goldilocks <laughs> talking to her wrist to a little... Uh, voice what? thing. She's like, he's on the run. He's on the move. Get him, Piper, because the Pied Piper is her partner. <laughs> oh, yeah. goodness. They, that sounds amazing. And they corner Rumpelstiltskin in an alley who's who's all like junkie-like. And now the Rumpelstiltskin <laughs> guy is, he's there, I guess they, well, they got two guys that are trying to be their jokery guy to smile and look crazy. Yeah, uh, he's on the cover. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he's the cover dude there yeah. with a glowing something or other. <laughs> and, uh... Sorry, what's he blowing? <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> And so he's a really intense uh, overactor, out of control, with crazy expressions. And then the Pied Piper guy, they have a real intense scene to start the movie, is just like a, just a, just a piece of shit actor. Just <laughs> terrible, making these faces like, oh, come on, man. This is, he's, I don't, he had no idea what intensity is supposed to be. Really, really <laughs> awkward and uncomfortable. He's so bad it's uncomfortable. Yeah. That you're embarrassed. Oh, man. One of those kind of situations. And then, so, yeah, then Alice, Alice is really, really porno-y in her delivery <laughs> and the way she walks around and is just sort of stilted and yeah. just like, and you don't understand what her intention is in any scene or why anything's happening. So she... <laughs> She doesn't look like Alice in Wonderland to me. She's like dark hair and stuff like that. Isn't Alice in Wonderland blonde? Maybe they uh, want to confuse her. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm looking at her here. Uh, yeah. This uh, this is a two point three uh, out of ten on yeah. IMDb. Yeah. By the way, anyway. Yeah, she she looks like she doesn't look like an actress at all. No, no. <laughs> she just looks like if somebody's sister was kind of hot. <laughs> um, so she is for she is like Goldie Rocks and the Pied Piper's boss. You and did say okay. Goldie Rocks, by the way. Goldie Rocks? I was going to say that. <laughs> I thought it was a little inside baseball. Yeah, don't, uh, <laughs> don't shill for your own yeah, movies, sorry. Greg. Um, Goldilocks. Did I say Rocks both times? No, no okay. just the one time. All right. Uh, Goldilocks. Uh, yeah. Uh, Alice is their boss, and they go out and catch crappy guys from uh, fairy tales. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Do, we, do got, you know why yet? At no, this point, okay. They're just getting them, and yeah. then it's because Rumpelstiltskin has broken some kind of mirror, which means death, like Grim Reaper death, can do some kind of junk that they don't want that Alice doesn't want to happen. A lot of this is sounding like there was a, a <laughs> fairy tale asylum movie that I watched. Yeah. A lot of this is sounding like I, I'm wondering if they're pulling from storylines of other asylum movies. Maybe. Oh, they probably have like like an asylum as like a little like format. You know, they no, probably but, have like a but template. I mean, like, are, are they willingly like are they are they trying to do little nods to their other to movies, their own... assuming there are people. Asylum <laughs> cinematic the asylum Oh, there universe? are. There uh, definitely are. Um, There's like somebody on Letterboxd that has every every asylum movie on like a list and and goes through them and has watched every single one and has said which ones are like he loves and which ones are really bad. That's uh, well, fucking God bless that man <laughs> or a woman. I don't know who it is. Yeah, they. I think they gave the Ghost Hunters one that I watched a pretty good review, and I oh. thought, mm. <laughs> like, yeah. so do you think that they're like ripping wholesale from scenes or just they're trying to reference no i th- i feel like they're trying to reference like, yeah. i feel like they're trying to create a cinematic i universe. can see that the sure, asylum cinematic universe yeah 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 um so yeah who do they they catch like uh the big bad wolf okay which is uh just some tall dude that they <laughs> gave some fangs to okay oh, i'm yeah. like uh 
any fur really? or anything? No, none at all. Yeah. His hair is kind of greasy. <laughs> like a wolf. <laughs> like, like a wolf. <laughs> like a greasy wolf. You look like a greasy wolf. Yeah, yeah. That uh, Duran Duran song was originally called uh, Greasy Hair Like a Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's just some dude who's like, I got her teeth. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. There's Bluebeard. Okay. Who's a really horrible actor, too. Doing some real He definitely looks stuff. like a porn guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, then there's the, yeah, Carabose. Carabase. I don't know what fairy tale she's from, but she's okay. got some really hilarious makeup going on. So what? And she what, wants death to come and do some junk, and so okay, she will kill some people, and that means death talks to their body for a minute. Anyway, it all becomes very convoluted, and I got very confused at one point. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I don't on. know why. The assi- this, why do they make them confusing like this? You should, your movies should like, just be A to B. They if this get, is- yeah, they, they, cap- they capture all these like uh, bad guys from fairy tales, and then the death stuff is happening, and, and it, doesn't, it doesn't leave this little compound, because I, I think they're the one set. You know? okay. Everything happens in here. Yeah. And once I realized that I was only in the one space for the whole movie, I'm like, how long is That becomes a real, that oh. becomes a real bummer. <laughs> oh, my God. When you're like, oh, we're just going to stay here, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, man, we're doing like an Aliens thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super cool. <laughs> oh, I'm going to see this room again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then they're like, now all the guys who caught her on our team, I'm like, I don't really feel like they are. Or why they would care and there's a bunch of that junk going on and a lot of overacting and a lot of like what and why and then, yeah. and then the end is like what <laughs> <laughs> and why yeah I, and then it was over but I was just so glad it was done <laughs> went, great yeah oh geez did it end on a little like forky pig whoop I feel like it went on a little <laughs> yeah definitely a freeze frame anyway oh, pretty silly that sounds terrible um, yeah it was really 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 painful to watch um, aggressively horrible, and yeah. like, Athena was watching a bit of it with me. <laughs> Not the whole thing because she's a sane person, yeah. and she's like, "You like bad? Do you like watching something like this?" And I was <laughs> like, like, "Not like no. this. <laughs> no. This isn't." The bad I like. No. I mean, parts of it are kind of entertaining because you're like, holy shit, this guy's a terrible actor. Yeah. And that's sometimes really fun. But yeah. like the go- the ghost one, they, they pr- it had promise of that. Like in the yeah. first scene of the ghost one where they said, you know, we've built this ghost machine to ca- or whatever. And I thought, yeah. oh, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Some hilarious yeah, dialogue. Yeah. The whole movie. And then, yeah, yeah. no. No, they don't get what the part <laughs> is to lean into. You yeah. Know? No. And uh, the thing is, I like that these movies exist. Yeah, I just yeah, don't yeah. like watching them. No, no. And not just for the titles and stuff like sure. that but but i love like there's something I, I i find very sweet and this is so condescending and i feel like an asshole saying this <laughs> yeah. but watching those movies like seeing these actors who are like not actors and they have no idea what they're doing yeah, yeah. but like knowing that they're like yeah i'm in a movie yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go yeah, act yeah, yeah. like they're trying their that. best i get that god love them yeah, and they're yeah. trying yeah. their best and it's sweet there's something i find so sweet about that. yeah sure yeah there yeah. was a time when asylum first started coming around with like snakes on a train and a bunch of other things right. and you could tell that they were just making you know back in the day it was like roger corman and all those people were making movies based off posters or whatever crazy yeah. title you could figure out right. yeah and and there was a brief moment where i thought oh man this is going to be the resurgence yeah. of that kind of like we're just giving the cameras to these pe- hungry people yeah, that yeah, are trying yeah. to make movies and those actors that like want to prove something and yeah. we're going to get some fun like trashy shit yeah. and then it 
then it became all shark movies, and then it now yeah. now it just became they're all they're boring. I don't understand man. why we can't have fun bad movies anymore. Yeah. I don't know where yeah, why we stopped being able to what what they, where have all the terrible people gone? <laughs> they sort of, I think they sort of I think it's on sort of back the wrong horse. Like I think they yeah. they they were like how what is the 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 most kind of get rich quick scheme thing that we can yeah. do, and that's mockbusters mm-hmm. and and. I don't know. I, I would be very interested to hear. Like, I hope somebody puts out a book about uh, Asylum because I've read up on on Asylum and it's a fascinating story. Yeah, they they were on the CBC once. Were they? Yeah, the three, I think um, they were on CBCQ back in the day because I remember uh, I listening to it uh, at the time yeah. and thinking like, "Yeah, this is going to be cool, man. These they're going to make all these shitty movies." Yeah. But yeah, it's like I mean, you go back and you watch those like, "Oh, we had a set line around," and and some of them are are, are awful. And yeah. then some of them are the original Little Shop of Horrors, and they're like yeah. hilarious, or a bucket of blood, and they're super right. like cool, fun little movies. Yeah, yeah. But these are general. There's got to be a, something in their catalog. That's you watched the the John Carter one that you said was actually not that bad. Oh right? well, I liked it. I think I liked it better More than the, John than the real yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's got to be a couple that are okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, it's not good. I'd never yeah. watch it again. Okay. This is the thing, or I wouldn't like get drunk with my buddies and like check this out. Yeah. You know, but I was like, well. Yeah, <laughs> it seems a little more authentic than you know, or it's like it's leaning into the world more than John yeah. Carter being a little too self serious. <laughs> you know, John Carter's not terrible. Yeah, <clears throat> and it's got that Mary McCheese dog. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a dog who looks, looks like, like Mary McCheese. Yeah, like a, not yeah. not like a Mary Mc, 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 McCheese dog. Yeah, you know. cheese dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, the knockoff version. Yeah, he's Mary Mc, McCheese dog. Yeah, he's he's, he's a mayor, mayor of, who's a cheese yeah, chili dog. But he's a cheese dog. <laughs> He's like a hot dog with some cheese. Yeah, <laughs> that's the mockbuster version. I'm a, I'm a cheese dog. I'm cheesed off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, here comes the uh, hamburger thief. Yeah. <laughs> well, it seems like both movies this week, bit of a mess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sinister and suicide. Really bad. Squad and versus I will squad. Get you your nine lives review. I promise. Yes. It Definitely. Yeah. Uh, but we have something else with nine to talk about. We have yeah. a nine, nine track mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A nine track mind by Charlie Puth. Charlie Puth. Puth. As in, don't ever put this album on. <laughs> <laughs> or, or such as, uh, don't put me because I'm close to the edge. <laughs> um, so Charlie Puth is a. I don't. Is it Puth? Puth? Uh, nope. It's always. Puth. Yeah, Pussy cat, I'll take you to you, Puth. Back in school, everyone <laughs> called me a Puth, so I decided to become a rock star. Yeah. So, the, a YouTube star turned musician, or was always a musician, but... Uh, <laughs> was never a musician. But, but like, his, his yeah. YouTube, I guess, channel has been pre predicated on being a musician, right. I suppose. Uh-huh. I didn't look into it. No, no, no. But I just saw how silly his name was and heard 20 seconds of a <laughs> shitty song and gave you yeah. guys this. I don't know anything. This this is hands down the most embarrassing thing we've had to listen <laughs> really? to. Really? I felt gross listening to it. I, Wonderful. I felt bad for him. I didn't feel bad for him. I felt like, I don't know, this is stupid pop. It's like, it's like this is people producing the kind of pop that's on the radio but they're not the big stars but they have like 
the talent pool to draw from that like Megan Trainers on the one song and she's like a huge superstar yeah. right now. So it's like the outliers of pop music that like people who like Megan Trainer probably followed to this and then bought the album and yeah. and then like you know when they grow up they'll look back and remember that album oh I'll go back to it oh but it's bad Megan Trainer <laughs> is like she's the one who does all about that bass yeah that one where mm-hmm. I think she's talking about her butt yeah so there's and then she has another song that's got like a sort of a sly wink kind of a thing she's very gimmicky like she's got yeah. a gimmick that she does kind of thing and that's what makes her noticeable but this guy doesn't have any of no. that this guy doesn't have anything this is just boring attempts at being songs that will get on the radio yeah like he mm-hmm. just seemed like a little Okay, who's like, okay, and that Marvin like Gaye song yeah. with Megan Trainer is totally that. Like, well, this will fit, you know, a couple songs next to the Megan Trainer song that's popular right now, yeah. and it has that like, oh, it's a little bit of a word play if you can even call it that. But it has like that sort of. It's the most gimmicky of them. Yeah. But the rest yeah, of them are just boring. But there's nothing to hang your hat on. No. Yeah, it's and all... I love a good place to hang my hat. Well, you have so many I hats. I need a place for it. <laughs> what, are you going to put them on the floor? Oh, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> your hats are going to get dirty. <laughs> Unless you have a place for I, I don't like a dirty hat. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just... <laughs> it's the kind of album that you would expect. Charlie Puth. Yeah. <laughs> like Selena Gomez is on a song. <laughs> Megan Trainor's on a song. And then Shy Carter... And oh yeah, Wale is on a song, another version of Marley Mar, uh, Marvin Gaye, yeah. which might have been a bonus thing or something. Sure, I think Google has sure the was. bonus tracks. Yeah, yeah, it was just so like not something that I would like. I listen to some pop music, like I like uh, lots of pop. Yeah, pop tunes is good, but <clears throat> this is just it's like me too. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah I got an album too, guys. And some of my <laughs> more famous friends are like, I guess he has a big pool of like a big audience to pool from because he's a YouTube, YouTube guy. Yeah. So maybe there was money in this and they saw it and they made oh, the certainly, album. Certainly certainly there was money. Yeah. It's like somebody, you know, he signed a modest contract. Yeah, and, Atlantic Records. Yeah. And they were yeah. like, um then he was lucky to get it and, and they were like, Oh, we've got a couple artists we can bring in here for an hour and pay them yeah, a moderate yeah. sum and they'll <laughs> say a couple of words so that we can put their name on this. Yeah. yeah. Um and and he like I feel like you know kids in like the middle of countries somewhere will be like I'm never gonna amount to much either so this really speaks to me <laughs> like so like well God I'm a bit them. of a puss myself this <laughs> <laughs> little puss and all of it <laughs> I guess he produced some of this too oh well good for him yeah great Oh man, yeah, you really puffed out on this one. Oh, yeah, it'll be one. Nice. I feel like this is one of those things. I don't know. I can't see him rolling into a couple new albums and becoming like a huge star. Yeah, he's not going to break out, isn't it? I don't uh, think so. Yeah, he's got some like it's inner... too samey. Unless yeah. he, unless he's like gets wrapped up with like some kind of a crazy great Pill producer or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> unless he gets some kind of cr- God willing. Yeah. <laughs> if this God guy willing, gets addicted this, to heroin, this guy. <laughs> It's a real serious. There's going to be some good tortured artist <laughs> yeah, music right. coming out. No, yeah. like if he, if like all of a sudden he was doing stuff with like, um, fucking what's his name, the net from the Neptunes, Pharrell. Yeah, if like yeah. all of a sudden Pharrell was producing songs, like yeah, you could have, yeah, you yeah, could yeah, make yeah. this guy into a star. He's a pop singer, right? No, but you would this... ha- there, there would have to be some other X factor. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody... he took Alan Thick's kid and turned him <laughs> exactly. into something. So. 
you know. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty, pretty Excuse good. Excuse me, Mr. Thick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Charlie Puth. Yeah. I'm, oh, Puth they, he's got to put them together. Thick and Puth. Thick and Puth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Thick and> Puth. <laughs> I guarantee you, if that ever happens... I quit everything. I, I, oh, and man. I just follow them on tour. Somebody, somebody, please, listeners, make a fake album cover, Thick and Puth, with the two of them on it. And then send it to them and say, please. <laughs> I implore you. Oh, Thick and Puth. Thick and Puth. <laughs> My life will not be complete unless I see a Thick and Puth album. Yeah. He's a little bit thick, and I'm a little bit Puth. <laughs> 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 I'm all uh, about that thick No puss <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Put my thick in your puss You got your puss in my thick <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, brother yeah. Starting to get thick of puss Yeah <laughs> Well yeah. Greg yep. You got to give us an album this week uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you uh, Yes um, what uh, as your as the loser? What are you gonna What are you gonna do here? <laughs> well, we were in quite a run of horribleness. Yeah, uh, again, this is true. Good Charlotte started a little uh, run of madness. Yeah, <laughs> and I feel like the Charlie, you're welcome with Charlie Puth being just like as absurd as you can get for something to spend your time listening yeah. to, and the fact that I did not see what I was supposed to see this week. Yeah, I decided to go with uh, which should hopefully be a. Enjoyable listen for you guys. Yeah. Uh, to be topical as well with a bit. And it's something we kind of touched on trying to figure out what the go-to would be. But uh, the big uh, uh, final tour of Tragically Hip is yes. going on right now. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah. we've talked. Yeah, And now I was thinking about their new album. But I think a lot of people are kind of keyed into that anyway because it's new and it's terrific. I was giving the hip some Boy, listens today. Yeah. That new one is fantastic. But I decided I'd go with I want. I want to talk about... Maybe the one of the least uh, listened to, I'd think, or at least talked about hip albums. It's, I'd say, in my top three all time for them. Uh, the 2004 release in between Evolution, okay. which is like kind of an awkward time for them, where it's like the big heyday, kind of the payoff of like Bob Cajun mm-hmm. being so huge and poets and stuff, and then you got like Music at Work was a little bit after that, and then it kind of was like, well, I guess they're dad rock now or something. Yeah, it was like an yeah. in between time. So this album has no big hit on it. I think partially it's because they picked the wrong lead single. Uh, literally, they picked the most boring song in the album. It's still a good track. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, but. There was other ones I could have done, but I think this, and I I would put this in my top three. This is with Day for Night and Trouble to Hen House. That's crazy. And it might even be their most, I don't know if I like it better than those two records, but I think this is possibly their most consistent album. Cool. Um, it doesn't really drop off, and it has maybe five uh, all-time hip tunes nice. for me. I love this record. I love it. Cool. It's got some really strong, intelligent, political undertones. This is, it's 2004. There's a lot of uh, crazy shit going on in the States. We're in George W. time period. The mm-hmm. war in Afghanistan is really, there's a lot of shit going on. And yeah. It's, and Gord's a clever guy. None, it's never really, totally on the nose, but when you really absorb his lyrics, there's a lot to think about there. And this is probably the most political album, but also one of their most uh, energized. Sweet. There's a lot of stuff going on here. I love, love, Love this record. I'm excited. And it's not a super well-known one, so it's a cool one to kind of jump into and talk about uh, as we kind of celebrate the hip in Canada. Yeah. And if you're an American listener who doesn't know what the fuck's going on Tragically Hip, I think this is a terrific entry point album. Yeah, I would love some people to listen to that uh, are from America or are from Canada that don't 
listen to the hip. Yeah. Because I'm, I, I'm, I've said it a bunch of times, but I don't listen to a lot of the hip. Yeah. Um, I like the hip yeah. just fine, but yeah. I've never been big into them, and I've been trying to make a concerted effort. And I've and I've sampled some of the earlier stuff, and I still can't really get into it. But today I was listening to Trouble at the Hen House, and I yeah. and I did really feel like, oh, I'm hearing a turning point here. Yeah. And 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 that album I was able to get like I listened to the whole thing, and I was like, N- I'm starting to really get a feel now. Whereas all the stuff before, it, even Road Apples, I I liked, but yeah. I was thinking. I love, I'm still not sure yeah. about this band, like for my tastes, and, and then I hit. Got, I'm, so I'm excited to kind of jump ahead and hear where it's they cool, are. And here. That's a great time period. And like, I wrote Apples was my first hip album, and I loved it, and I loved fully completely. Yeah. But Day for Night was the album after that, and that was the point where I'm like, I love this band. Yeah, this is that was really where I think they they were able to take the blues rock bar mm-hmm. sound and turn it into something. Yeah. yeah. You know? Uh, and it's and fully completely in Road Apples are fucking great albums. Up to here's a great album. But I think that's the, yeah. where they opened up as artists. You yeah. Know? Uh, and yeah, and this album's a bit of an evolution beyond that, not to put the title into, <laughs> uh, into play there, but yeah, it's a pretty, it's a different vibe, but it's, yeah, it's, it's one of the greatest things they've done. Amazing. And it's not a known one, which yeah. is uh, kind of fun and cool. So let's listen to that. I'm excited. And, uh, oh, and this absolutely has to have a headphones, headphones listen at always. some point. And particularly if you can in transit. In transit. This is a either walking around, looking out a window yeah. on a train, or uh, <laughs> driving. Uh, driving this is a very, oh, yeah. very good driving that's, record. That's, uh, I, I find myself not listening to podcasts when I'm driving these yeah. days. I, yeah. I've been really looking uh, or listening to a lot of music. Yeah. I mean... Not a lot of new music because sure. uh, you know I think I put a cap on uh, on music, yeah. uh, but uh, but yeah I look forward to uh, yeah I, I think I'll be more open yeah sweet I love this album so awesome cool. great I'm excited yeah it's gonna be fun can't wait no. um, time to roll we put the poll out to the listeners yeah seventeen answers uh-huh. come on guys get on that voting thing yeah uh, so right now. Punk's Dead, SLC Punk 2, uh, <laughs> is is at the top with Pete's Dragon, but I yeah. think Punk's Dead, SLC Punk 2 is yeah, more of a punishment. I really don't want to see that, because yeah. why? Yeah, I think why, that's the why, punishment why? pick. I, I couldn't imagine wanting to see a movie You haven't that seen the first one, right? I haven't, because... Why would I watch a movie that stars Matthew Lillard? What? <laughs> I liked him for a, he, for a period. I understand the initial appeal of him, yeah. why people were like, oh... That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's really the kind of thing you had going on. Well, that's not how a person is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, but he's uh, he works for this. Yeah. That his weird thing is fine for SLC, SLC Punk. It's like yeah. accidentally kind of kind of beautiful in its own weird I, way. I'm afraid to go back to it because it's been a while, but I yeah. watched it a lot in high school. Well, like, I didn't see it when I was young. Yeah. Uh, this was my but, jam well, when I was I mean, young. I didn't see it when I was the age. I, I saw it in my early 30s, I yeah. guess. And so, uh, and I was like, oh, I get why this is a thing. Yeah. This has got, it's it's got some uh, heart and honesty to yeah. it at times. Definitely. But it's kind of an accidentally good movie totally uh, this 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 is like boondock saints like don't do it yeah no, there's no more to this that yeah. anyone needs for fucking any reason so yeah. this is going to be a movie that every first year a uh, uh, film student tells me i have got to see yeah. and then when i watch it i i i, I think no. honestly if if you get 
the losing. I want to know if I. Part of me is like watch it without, so that you can just be yeah, like, who yeah. are these people? <laughs> but another part of me is like back to back them, man. I want to yeah, know. Yeah. I want to know what it's like to do the the double feature. <laughs> yeah, you have to give me twenty dollars each, and, <laughs> and then I'll do that. If I lose, uh, you give yeah. me twenty dollars each. Yeah. I'll do it. Um, I did want to shout out that on the other entries for this poll, it's cool we can see this. Uh, Terry mentioned bad moms. Yeah, somebody said the pest. Yeah, and then somebody else uh, wrote in anything with Julia Roberts in it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so oh, thank you true. for the yeah. write-in. Uh, Aaron Brockovich is in a fine film. Yeah, so Punk's dead, SLC Punk 2. Yeah, yeah. so and, Stepmom or whatever the hell <laughs> So we're going to pair this up with a movie <clears throat> this week. Um, a movie that has gotten a surprising amount of of positive buzz. I, yeah. It looked funny, and then I was surprised to see how much some people are really uh, liking this. Yeah, Birth like movies, death gave it a like, uh, crazy ride review. The joke. Yeah, you know. So sausage fest, right. sausage party, sausage right. party. Um, the R-rated animated film. Yeah, uh, I still love that they fucking let that red band trailer go with yeah. the kids movie. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, that's really wonderful. <laughs> Yeah, uh, totally. Delightful. Because yeah. there's some stuff in the trailer where uh, it makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. This is violent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the stuff that I think looks so good about this. The the, the surface level joke of like the buns or vaginas. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. guys, easy, yeah, 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 easy, yeah. easy fruit. Right. But um, I, I it, the the whole stuff of like being in the freezer and like and the the Saving Private Ryan. Oh man, throw, like that yeah, stuff. Yeah. And, and the style of the animation looks really, really good, cartoony. Yeah. But like when they go go heavy on that violence, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm excited to see yeah, what this is about. I very much want what to see it's this like. Movie. Yeah. So Casey, <clears throat> let's roll here it you up. Go, roll go. in the no, die. Guys. That's a two. That's a solid two. Greg, mm-hmm. or I'll go. Who usually goes after Casey? Let's mix no. It you up. never go last. Okay. Give me that. I'll go last. Okay. Zero. That's a six. So two and a six. I'm rolling. That's a one. Oh, Mm. boy. Wow. Yeah. Well. No. I I really wanted to see Sausage I really wanted Casey to see. I know. (laughs) Yeah. Now I don't ever have to watch any of that bullshit. And I I really did have a moment with SLC Punk 1 as a kid. Now I'm going to go see, like... (laughs) Yeah, you're gonna go just go and ruin, <laughs> ruin yeah, it. your heart torn out. I'm yeah, gonna yeah. do the double feature. I have not watched SSC yeah, Punk yeah, so do long. It, do it, do I'm gonna it. do That's it. That's great, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's great, That's man. That's great, man. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> do it. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm not yeah. happy about that. Yeah, sure. Damn yeah, it. You love it. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I would. Oh uh, well, whatever. <clears throat> uh-huh. Damn it. Now I got to talk about the OC. Yeah. Bitch. It's hard to roll into your OC. I know. After a losing roll. Yeah. It's like yeah. Seth is an idiot and. Yes, indeed. It's time for another freshly squeezed episode of Orange You Glad. It's the OC, bitch. This time, uh, <laughs> I will be doing the rundown, and it will be the episode. There's a large amount of cat hair on your microphone. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. it's it's really bothering go. me. <laughs> I'll give it to you. <laughs> Thank you, because I just wanted you just just wanted it. it. It's bothering me. I don't, I don't have it. Kitty, 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 yeah. kitty. I was like, it's going to go in his mouth with <laughs> his drink. I can't handle this. <laughs> or in his lungs. <laughs> what if he eats that tiny kitty? Oh, man. The Perfect Couple is my episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe episode 10, I want to say. I believe. Okay. So I wrote down... Uh, some last time on notes this this mm. time to try and to mm. keep it because they do that and I made sure to make note of it. So 
we left off in the OC. Sandy, I guess, is suing uh, Kirsten's dad's company. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Again, I was a little lost. I was lost, let, too. Wetlands. Uh, yeah. So there, say, apparently wetlands. the drama here is yeah. that uh, his wife's dad is the company owner, and yeah. she's going to be working on the thing against him. Yeah. So that's going to be dramatic, and they right. reminded me this of this at the opening. I feel like that's a conflict of interest. And don't totally. take that case. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to sue your dad, honey. Okay. What's for dinner? <laughs> yeah, and I feel like aren't there sort of uh, laws against yeah. that? I feel like, yeah, probably. There's always an issue. Yeah. yeah. Um, everybody else is coupling up. Yeah. Seems like it's going to get really dramatic. Yeah. Marissa is now with Ryan over yeah. Luke. Seth and Summer are doing this will-they-won't-they they thing, but Seth has that friendship with Anna. Anna. Yeah. Um, and then plus... Sandy Eyebrows has been getting close with that coworker. That's at, right. Uh, yeah. He said, she said, law firm, mm-hmm. or whatever it's called. <laughs> All about the he said, she <laughs> said, law firm. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll jump into it. Uh, the perfect couple opens with Ryan and Marissa, uh-huh. fully in couple mode, oh, yeah. making out at the pool house. Oh, my God. Mid-coitus. Oh, mid, yeah. I don't know if they've done it or not, but... Yeah, probably uh, not. She just gave it up to yeah. Luke, and he was... Uh, totally. Yeah. So uh, things, uh, it's time for Marissa to leave. But uh, as they're talking about, you know, they're going to go on their own uh, official date yeah. this weekend. They say uh, Kirsten wanders in. Mom, no, mom, yeah, mom, yeah. busts in. And things get freaky. <laughs> it becomes an asylum movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she like busts in, like, whoops, sorry, making out in here, eh? <laughs> I know how that is. Anywho, yeah, uh, you guys so want she, some tag? She's really sorry. <laughs> some what? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be over here if you yeah. want some tag. That's want some older tag. Can't wait for Charlie. Uh, <laughs> Um, oh, so boy. she she had some question to ask or whatever, but Marissa's like, I had to go anyway or whatever, and she leaves. And then uh, Kirsten's like, it's weird. This never happens with Seth. And then it was like, cut hard, cut to... California! So You guys are good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hard, hard joke cut to the theme song. Uh-huh. Uh, so there was that. Seth ain't getting any. This is the second episode in a row where the parents are like, no hey, dice Seth. for our idiot son. <laughs> no one will fuck our yeah. children. Yeah. <laughs> We've got some tang over here for you, Seth, but it's the drink. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> so next morning, uh, Sandy Eyebrows and uh, Kirsten are, are talking, and they and they sort of like discuss what happened with that breaking, uh, well, not breaking, but busting into the room and seeing that they were kind of getting it into it a little yeah. bit. And they're like, maybe we should have the talk, the sex talk. What? Yeah. With Ryan? I'm sorry. Explain to him what sex is? Well, that's the joke. Sandy's like, I'm pretty sure they know. And then the mom's like, well, I just mean like house rules. You know what I mean? Like kind of thing. Safe words. Safe words. Yeah. 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 Um, But then (laughs) the house rules uh, ain't no fun unless the homies get some. Yeah. (laughs) House rules, whips and chains back in their place in the basement (laughs) when you're done. Uh, But then they start talking. This is an orderly fuck house. Yeah. They s- <laughs> they start talking about like their own sex lives, or or rather, as Sandy mentions, how there is not much of 
a life of sex between the two of them. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. So, because they're both working hours and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, his eyebrows are fucking nonstop. <laughs> yeah. So they make uh, they make kind of a little date of their own. Like, well, you know, when I get back from work tonight, yeah. Sandy says we'll have ourselves a little sex. Yeah. And then. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and See then, you. yeah. But then Kirsten says, "Sorry, guys, I just got a hell of bone." Yeah, Kirsten says, "That was so this romantic. might get you going even more." Uh, Kirsten says, "Well, if you're not home in time, I'm going to start without you." Uh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, risque. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm uh, all the blood's <laughs> rushing away from my head into my. Boner. Uh-huh. <laughs> Guys, my boner. Uh-huh. Um, so then we cut to school, and Seth is asking Ryan about sort of uh, what's going on in his new relationship. And he's asking yeah. all these questions about him, and, and he ends up getting a little bit overworked. He's, like, really into these questions, like, asking him all this stuff about his sex life. Just like, cool it, man. Yeah. And then we cut to Marissa and Summer, who are talking, and they're also talking about how things are going with Ryan, and they kind of bump into Ryan and Seth. And then for some reason, Seth decides that he's going to tell Marissa, Ryan's got the best date ever planned for you. Woo, boy. Like, get ready. And Ryan's like, shut up. <laughs> no, I don't. Because he de- like they have plans for a date, but Ryan doesn't have anything. He, he hasn't figured out what this date's going to be he's yet. He's going to make her some fucking grilled cheese again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, doing, it's just one date, right? Yeah. You can't have First two people date. plan different dates. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't know. So, <laughs> seems like- weird. I feel like you could. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess it could. I just feel like it wouldn't work. Yeah. Not kids these days. So we. <laughs> who, knows, who knows what they're in? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of kids, we cut over to the adults. Oh, good. Over at Liar Liar Pants on Fire Law Firm or whatever oh, it's called. Yeah, Tate. Uh, oh, no. What? Sandy. Sandy. So Sandy's let. Sorry, Sandy. I thought it was he said, she said. Yeah, I'm just yeah. making up new ones. Yeah, great, great. My um, taint's a little sandier yeah. right now. <laughs> so Sandy uh, lets the lady that he's working with that yeah. he may be having some kind of an emotional affair with, yeah. Rachel, yeah. talk him into this sort of late night of work again. Like, we've oh, got all this goodness. stuff we got to do. We, yeah. We, you know, we've got this she's, big... Yeah, there's already been inappropriate conversation. Yeah. yeah. So she's like, we got this big... <laughs> and if your wife's at home jerking it anyway... Yeah. Uh, she'll be fine. Out. Yeah. She'll be fine. Yeah, uh, we just bought some rechargeable batteries. And I think she'll be okay. <laughs> um, so th- she's like, "Yeah, we got this big settlement thing tomorrow. You know, we got to be prepared." So Sandy's like, "I guess I'll do it because you know, you didn't make a fucking date with your wife. Whatever, why not?" Yeah. So why would he do that? I don't know. Yeah. So then Kirsten, um, what is this? Uh, what is this note that I'm making here? Is Kirsten surprised to find Julie. Okay, this is all Who's Julie. I don't know. We're this all bit. surprised to find Julie. Yeah. <laughs> this is boring. So yeah, we go back to school. Alarm. Ryan yeah. is uh, not happy about date night and how he has to come up with an amazing idea. Yeah. Because uh I don't know what like the the whole Seth thing is like shut up, Seth. <laughs> like mm-hmm. why would you tell somebody <laughs> else's girl like it doesn't seem like he's doing it as like a prank. It just seems like he's doing it cuz he's dumb. Yeah. But, yeah. like, why would you tell somebody else, wait till you get a hold of this date that he's taking you out on? Like, you're putting him, you're putting your bro in a shitty situation. Yeah. yeah. Don't do that. Um, so, Ryan's not happy, and he doesn't have any good ideas or whatever, and he's trying to talk to Seth about it or something like that. Right. Um, and then uh, Seth and, and Anna are talking uh, later, and Anna says, all you talk about, Seth, is, is um, uh, Summer. 
Yeah. So she's like, you sure do talk about Summer all the time. Because she's kind of getting feelings for him. Like, there's this yeah, a yeah. will-they-won't-they thing. So yeah. she kind of calls him out on the fact that he's, like, obsessed with Summer. Right. Yeah. And and he's like, no, I'm not. What are you talking about? No, I'm not. And right. And uh, so there's this whole thing going on there where she's calling him out on his bullshit. And he's apparently oblivious to the fact that he's literally obsessed with oh, Summer. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's freaky um, almost. He has a boat named after her. Is a boat named after her? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have a motor, but still. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know what that means. There's some benefit thing going on in this uh, episode. Marissa's family are putting on a benefit for Jimmy's How family. Exhausted. They must be a carnival committee? I know. No, well, too yeah. much things. Totally. So, yeah. so the like Jimmy dude and his now ex wife yeah. want. Her want want uh, Marissa to come to this benefit. Okay, and he's like, "Trust me." What are they benefiting him? Is he getting some money out of this? Uh, it's, Who is this benefiting? <laughs> it's it's like a <laughs> it's like a hospital benefit. Oh, of some sort. Them, but it also has to do with the their family. I feel like oh. I wasn't a hundred percent sure. It's a benefit to keep crazy teens yeah. in the hospital. <laughs> yeah. where they belong. Very good. Totally. So Marissa's like, I guess I have to go to this a family thing. She tells Ryan, and he's like, uh, I don't really want to do that, but it's on Saturday, so I guess that's date night. Uh-oh. So we'll go to it, and now I don't have to think of something. Yeah. Oh. So nice. Seth um, is still talking about Summer uh, in, to everybody, and Ryan and Seth end up talking about uh, some stuff. Uh, they talk about the benefit, um, and then uh, Ryan's like, you should take, you should take Anna. Like, bring her to the benefit. And he's like, okay. So, uh, he asks Anna to the benefit. And Seth says, he, she's like, well, I'll go to the benefit with you. But you have to stop talking about Summer all the time. And he's like, okay. Totally. That seems fair. Yeah. A <laughs> uh, bunch of stuff happened. Uh, Marissa and Ryan are in uh, Marissa's bedroom uh, at Julie's house. So that Marissa can pick out a dress for the benefit, and they are talking, and uh, not too much happens here. Good. All right. Uh, Sandy comes home. <laughs> Sandy comes home, and yeah. he's like, oh, man. So basically, they I think I glazed over this in my notes, but they had that meeting that they had to work late for, and in the meeting, uh, his wife's dad that they are suing made a reference to sandy and his uh like work partner that was sort of like insinuating there's something going on there yeah like oh you're in their case in, that's like, part of in, the case no like <laughs> it, it like things got heated in the discussion Wetlands indeed yeah <laughs> like it, it was pretty unprofessional all of this stuff is like yeah it's why totally are comment. you doing okay. this yeah. yeah but um yeah, so the dad brings up, like, oh, you have this, like, person you're working with, and it seems like it's not appropriate. And he's like, don't you fucking tell me about this in this thing. Like, you could do this doesn't have to happen right here. And he's really mad about it. Um, so Kir- Kirsten, Kirsten and Sandy. I'm a angry myself. Yeah, Kirsten and Sandy are, like, getting uh, getting sort of into a little bit of an argument about it. Um, And then Ryan... Is taking is out the trash. Is his name Sandy, or are we just calling him no, Sandy? No, it's Sandy. It's his name oh, is Sandy. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, so meanwhile, they're having this little discussion. Did you think it was Sandy eyebrows yeah. because he serves? Because he serves so much. Sandy yeah. his eyebrows. I didn't know. I, I got a little my, lost there. My eyebrows are full of sand. Dirty little eyebrows. I can't yeah. Remember. <laughs> so, um, 
Ryan's taking out the trash while this little discussion is going on, and um, he goes outside and sees the Cooper house, Jimmy and what's-her-name. Uh, Tate, uh, Tate Donovan. Tate <laughs> Donovan. I know it was Jimmy, man. Anyway, so they're they they're kind of like recon- the whole thing here with them is they're kind of reconciling a little bit of their uh, relationship. Well, okay. Um and Ryan sees that uh Julie, the the mom of that family that uh Tate Donovan has decided to separate from but not entirely, she's like carrying on with I believe the dad of Sandy's wife that they are suing. Oh, uh, wait, who is? Wait, what? So, okay. Dad of Tate okay, Donovan yeah, yeah. family, Gra- Grandpa with the young girlfriend, the, yeah, gra- Grandpa uh, Sandy, <clears throat> Sandy's wife's grandpa, yeah, so Kirsten's He's a dick. dad. He's a dick. Yeah, yeah. He is canoodling with Tate well, Donovan's with Tate Don- yeah, wife. I knew there was some kind of like thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because didn't she say at one point like to Tate Donovan? Uh, oh well, if I'm going to go do what you can't do, or yeah, you yeah. Can't do, which, well, he was like, which I'm going to go get a job, with an old yeah. and then he doesn't, and then she's like, I'm going to go finish what you started, <laughs> yeah. or fuck this guy. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, was, like, she was like, I'm going to go give a job. <laughs> I'm going to go finish what you started. You were going to fuck him. Right? <laughs> yeah, you're going to fuck this. Oh, old sorry, guy, right? I thought you were going to fuck him. <laughs> yeah, you were just looking for a job. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Why? So, you should totally fuck well, him instead. It's well, way easier. I started and finished my own thing then. <laughs> this has nothing to do with your thing. Yeah. So, uh, Julie, her name, uh, Tate Donovan's sort of ex-wife, she's, this whole episode has been her positioning to her daughter, uh, Marissa, like, we're going to be a family again, I promise, and like, we're separated yeah. right now, but we're going to work on things, and she and she's been very, like... I don't want you around because you guys are terrible together and whatever, and you mm. broke up our the, our happy family. And mm. then when Ryan sees that behind the backs of her own family, she's making out with Grandpa. Uh, <laughs> Ryan's like, I'm going to tell her. So why was this episode not called "Making Out with Grandpa"? <laughs> yeah. Oh. So everything's Ryan, gonna be just like it was, yeah. sweetie, except instead of daddy, it's gonna be this yeah. weird old man. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm your daddy now. Uh, so the next day Ryan and Marissa are in the pool house. Hello. <laughs> um Ryan's not not happy because Ryan saw that uh make out sesh with Gramps. Yeah, yeah. Um uh-huh. even though he made out with Gramps' girlfriend. Ryan yeah, he did. Anna, so maybe he Anna, just keep his is it Anna or Anna? Himself. Am I doing a Anna. Andrea thing here? Yeah, oh, I think it just. I Anna. don't think it matters. In the sure. Anna um, arrives and like uh, she's all dressed up for this thing, um, but Sandy's not ready because he he ends up having to get uh, called into work a little bit late again. So we cut back to oh, Sandy man. at the office, and what's her name? Um, Rachel <clears throat> yeah. is really starting to put the moves on him, right. like like. You can't ignore it. So they're like eating Chinese food, working on law stuff, and she's like, "Come sit down on the floor with me." And she's like bending over to reach for like dumplings and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. Here, take a dumpling. <laughs> In the mood wait, for a dump. Wait, that wing. one got away from me. <laughs> um, but so she she takes it as far to like is about to make out with him, and Sandy uh says no. 
So Sandy denies her. Uh, nice. So good on you, Sandy, but yeah. you are also kind of stupid. You probably should have realized this was happening before yeah, yeah, then. Yeah, dummy. It's been pretty clear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah. we go back to the benefit. Again, not really sure why this benefit's going on, but they seem to love these things in the OC. Bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, all right. There's a bunch of drama here. And most of it is about um, Ryan telling Marissa about the thing, and she's going to like make a big scene of it. But she oh, has she's just going to take a dumpling all she's over. She's going to take a dumpling all over here. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that's what this episode should have been called. Yeah. <laughs> Grandpa takes a dumpling. Yeah. <laughs> you guys. Grandpa takes a dumpling. I don't. I I tuned out for a second. I don't even know. It's so gra- dumb. What Grandpa takes the dump is <laughs> where, how we landed on that. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I I talked to Taylor, friend of the show, again, and he said like last week I brought up that he said if he tunes out when we're talking about the <laughs> about the OC, how how he can't get he can't figure out what the plots are, yeah. and he was like, even after you addressed it, I still can't figure it out. <laughs> And I'm like, we can't either. <laughs> nope. I think that's fine. That's just how they do things in the OC bitch. bitch. Uh, so Ugh. yeah, there there was a whole there's a whole thing about how Ryan um Ryan like is talking to the mom that was making out with Grandpa, right. and and he and she's like, thanks for not telling her and all this stuff, and he's like, I'm gonna like, there's all this like back and forth with that, but he eventually tells her. Yeah, he tells um, Marissa. Oh. Wait, what? Who yeah. did he tell? So he, I told I had already said that he told Marissa about her mom oh. making out, oh, but okay. like in the show that took forever. Right. I'm just trying to skim over <laughs> okay. it. Yeah, great. Um yeah, so Seth and Anna are doing this thing where they like people, you know how in like in shows around this time or even earlier they say they say like we'll just like make fun of people when you have those scenes where they're like look at that guy. Oh yeah, oh, I bet sure. he yeah, yeah, uh, they're doing yeah. that thing, mm-hmm. which I feel like was funny in movies once. Yeah. <laughs> Was that a uh, when Harry met Sally thing? thing or huh, what? Like, uh, was that a did they do that in when Harry met Sally? Like, have a, a like they're looking at people in the park. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what are they, yeah. Uh, what, what, what look are they at this guy. About? What's their thing? Yeah, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Um, That's really hard to do well. Yeah, definitely. They I don't do they it don't. very well. Yeah, yeah. No. They need they need very naturalistic actors. Yeah. and very rarely. And I don't think that's how they do things in the OC, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Seth, uh, she, she eventually like kisses him, but they get a little like nervous about Who does? it. Anna does? Yeah. Oh. Anna and Seth. She did in the previous episode yeah. too. Yeah. So they're like, she's like. Is he still not getting it? He's does not he getting it. He he's a fucking it's, it's idiot. A... <laughs> it's the, it's the like, dude, you guys are great together. Just fucking be together. What's going on here? <laughs> he doesn't, she's kissed him several times yeah, and he's, yeah. like, he's like, uh, he's like, oh, I guess you're trying to really rile Summer up. Yeah. Boy, this girl <laughs> really wants to be my friend. Yeah. <laughs> so there's going to be like this big, uh, like, like speech thing that Julie, uh, Marissa's mom is going to do. Yeah. And that's, um, uh, going to be a big important thing. So remember. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, Summer has been going back and forth this episode about whether or not she likes Seth or not, and now she has decided that she likes Seth, mm-hmm. and she's very upset that she likes that kind of a dweeb. She's a but uh, like she's now upset. that it's convenient for drama because Seth has this other thing going on. She's like, wait a minute, I think he's great, and I want to put my lips on his. <laughs> 
So we go back to the speech, the big speech. Um, she's thanking a bunch of people and all this shit. And then uh, uh, Marissa ends up going up and saying she's like the whole episode hinges upon like she's going to go up there now at the end of the episode and drop the bomb that she knows that mom has been making out with old man. I don't know. Cooper uh-huh. sure. or whatever. Sure. So wetlands. She, yeah. So she does that. Old man wetlands. <laughs> she does that. Um, and then also at some point there was like a raffle and Sandy and Kirsten, a raffle. Are, yeah, like Sandy and Kirsten kind of win a romantic getaway. No, but who, he, sorry, who Sandy Kirsten and, and, and Sandy, Sandy eyebrows yeah. and his Sandy wife. Right. Yeah. And, but, but Sandy shows up like right at the end and he's like, Hey, what I miss? Like obviously all the drama yeah, yeah. um, or whatever. And that was like a little bit of a joke. Um, so the episode ends, uh, in, back at the pool house and Marissa is going to spend the night with Ryan. Um, and she says that it has been the best date ever. And I was like, that's not a good date. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Luke wasn't very good at things. Totally. Yeah. She's like, that's the best date ever. And like, it's left on a note that because Ryan has told Marissa and she dropped the bomb that there's going to be some repercussions there. I guess Julie Cooper is, I guess, going to plan some something. But it's left on the like, Ryan is now going to have to maybe take some shit from the from the higher ups of Julie Cooper. Oh. There's just there's a hint of that. Great. Huh. Like drama to come. All right. Mm. Well, I can't wait. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> can't wait. Someone's gonna really take a dumpling in his wet yeah. legs. <laughs> <laughs> so a con- a convoluted episode, but yeah. full of drama at it, every turn. It got there, yeah. Yeah, all yeah right. it was it was hard for me to pay attention. What with all of the dumpling in you and in my head, yeah, uh-uh. those wetland dumplings. <laughs> <laughs> They're the best. Yeah, really nice. That is my favorite AAA baseball team. Yeah, by the, way. the wetland <laughs> dumplings. <laughs> <laughs> Also, someone uh, put together a, a little logo jersey for the wetland dumplings. <laughs> Make it for my birthday, baseball and I will wear it every day of my life until I die. Yeah, <laughs> until I die, a success. By the way, <laughs> I think the wetland dumplings have a chance of making it this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just that one guy, and all he seems to do is roll around on the ground laughing. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man, I was over at the Wetland Dumpling game last week. They hit a cracking homer. <laughs> you should have seen it. Oh, oh, All right, fun. so music on this episode. Yeah, what do you oh, got? Yeah. Strange and Beautiful by Aqualung. Uh, what? There's a band called Aqualung? I suppose. <laughs> a fine... you, I don't think you can do that. <laughs> I you can't, you... Like, if, okay. If you name yourself after a song, it has to be a song that people don't know well. Not your yeah. biggest song. Not yeah. someone's biggest song. And it hands like, down. Radiohead named be... themselves after an unknown or not a well-known Talking Head song. They didn't yeah. call their band once in a lifetime. Yeah, yeah. or the Psycho Killers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad name. That's, yeah. That's all right. I it is actually not now that, I, now that I hear it. <laughs> yep. Aqualung. Aqualung. <laughs> More, uh, <laughs> fuck Jethro Tull uh, anyway. Uh, I'm starting to ban. I think we're called uh, Stairway to Heaven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got this great band. We're called A Hard Day's Night. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call your band Aqualung. If you're going to do anything Jethro Tull related, call yourself Extraneous Flute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's that. 
A Fine Romance by Stacey Kent. Uh-huh. And Breathe by Leaves. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think this is the one of the first times we've had an episode full of unrecognized. Um, yeah. Almost. Or maybe we had one or two Do more. Do you have a winner? What's the best song? <sighs> Was it Breathe by Leaves? <sighs> I can only breathe by leaves. I like that one. <laughs> That's my pick. <laughs> pretty good song. It was a lot better nice. than that. Really was a fine romance <laughs> by Stacy Kent. <laughs> Thank you for that fine romance. <laughs> I'm gonna go breathe by these leaves, <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be strange and beautiful. Aqualung. <laughs> 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 Dumpling. Take a drink break, mm-hmm. and we are back. Um, so that's the end of that episode. Yep. Who's next? Is it Greg or Casey? Gracie. Casey. Casey. Episode 11. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to see what's going on in the continuing adventures of the OC. Um, but if you have any feelings or, or thoughts about the OC, did you watch it when it aired? Do you have any thoughts about the way that we are doing our recaps? Let mm. us know. Info at modernsuperior.com. I know the feedback that we get, it's a lot of people saying how much they loved the show at the time. Yeah. We've got a lot of good stuff about people are really enjoying us trying to get through it. But I, I want to hear more about people that, like, I was the first half of this episode I'm watching thinking, I still don't get it. Like what? Like what why the, was why, this this hit at the perfect time? And and I know that we've mentioned in the past, like uh, like I said when I went to college, a lot of people were watching it in common yeah. rooms and stuff. It just seemed to be the right time. But I'm watching it thinking, when I when I saw nine hundred two one zero, I still like I kind of understood the gist of why this why show. It, yeah, like they're doing the little, they're tackling the issues and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I, but I think it's the very same reason. I don't think you have to look any farther than nine hundred two one zero. I think it's the heavily stylized for the time. Yeah. Um. It, it, it was just all of the same boring romance bullshit. Yeah. Will they? Won't they? Uh. With you know with they will they did yeah <laughs> yeah. But I feel like again. that hasn't yeah. come around until the last episode or two. But we're only like ten episodes in. I know, but that you know? seems like quite a bit to well, I feel now like it, be getting on the will they won't they. Yeah. Well, I mean they've been will they won't they since the first episode. You're right. Willing they wanting right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I don't want to sound like a some guy. You know. Will they won't they shunt they? <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the will they won't they? They started early and now they have and have yeah. will again. Uh, I'm not sure there'll be breakups. Is it and... too early though? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's like the friends. Yeah, problem. They got Ross and Rachel together too fast. Yeah, and then broke them up too fast. And then there was and then always... everybody else just dated everybody. Just like so, and like, then all oh, of a sudden Phoebe dated Joey, and you're like, yeah. what? It's almost like Friends wasn't a garbage. Good it's show almost at all. like I've seen every episode of a shitty TV show. Uh, yeah, well, it's not that shitty. We've all seen a lot of Friends. Yeah, and yeah. I've openly laughed uh, super oh, yeah. hard, hard at a bunch at, of like, stuff. Two yeah. or three things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on uh, Netflix. I'll watch more Friends. Again. <laughs> I don't know that I'll ever watch it again, but I, I will have fond memories of certain jokes. Sure. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of moments. Jokes. But Pretty by good. and large, it's a it's a show that just grates on my nerves. Yeah, well, there's far worse. Um, but you know what I mean? It's like yeah, the, the, the the Ross and Rachel thing, uh, yeah. which, is, which made the show insufferable to me totally. when it ran. Um, now it's like whatever. Yeah, you can just watch it in parts when it comes on. Yeah. at four in the afternoon. <laughs> but friends too early for you know when they started mashing up Benifer and uh, yeah, and it was friends too early for that? Yeah, I think a I little. Just, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. That's why we friends never is... heard of Rachel. <laughs> Rachel. I feel like Rachel <laughs> would have been a lot, of, a lot of fun. For it sounds like to a say. noise you make when you're throwing up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
I ate some weird food. I'm either going to rochel or take a dumpling upstairs. (laughs) Anyway, my pants are a wetland. (laughs) Gross. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I I think we've outstayed our welcome. Totally. But I do want, I just want to, yeah, let let us know. I want to hear about your OC stories. How much fun did you have watching at the time? What do you think of it now? Et cetera. How did you do things in the OC, bitch? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, otherwise, you can uh, find us at ModernSuperior.com, where you can find other shows, including A Frame Apart, which have a second episode up there. Lots Mm. of new episodes of Flight School um, and plenty more where that came from. So go there. uh, And don't forget to follow us on Facebook at SYNWPC, as well as on Twitter. We will, as always, see you next Wednesday. Uh, a goodbye, internet, and the wet farts. They're gonna do. They're gonna do good this season. I swear. Wet farts. Yeah. What? <laughs> what the wet farts are gonna do to? good this season. No, they're the uh, the, the, the wetland the, the wetland dumplings the dumpling farts the wetland dumplings dumpling farts. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. There's got to be a fart in there somewhere. Yeah. Oh, there's there's bound to be. Have <laughs> 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 you tried those dumplings? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Goodbye, okay. Internet. Talk well, On your way out, uh, take it This has been a presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.